Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday, and with me, as always, it's my co-host. There he is, Nick Mason. Hey, hey! Wow, you're coming in red hot. You didn't say a single word. We've been here for an hour. I couldn't get, I couldn't get a peep out of you, Mason. <laughs> what, were, what was the deal with that? Um, just saving up all my energy, you know. Okay. I've lost it. It's all gone. <laughs> I've never done a big hey, hey. Oh, now I'm double exhausted. Oh, why did I do this? Do you want to do this tomorrow or not? Yeah, ever? I'm not ever. Let's, let's, just not ever? Yeah, not ever. Let's, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to press on. Okay. Uh, you're allowed to leave. Okay, great. So we're going to start Sorry, with... Sorry, I'm getting my second win. Okay, great, As long great. as I don't say the thing I said <laughs> yeah, before, yeah. Uh, I think I should be okay. Gotcha. Mm. Uh, so this week, uh, just get, to give everybody a rundown of what we're going to do uh, mm. th- on the show where we do the, these things, similar things, mm-hmm, I'm going to mm-hmm. say the news things that we're going to talk about and people can skip to them. And then that's the terrific. topics. Yeah, that's mm. right. So we're going to talk about... Do you think anybody ever just skips to one particular news thing? Absolutely. Do you think they scan the list of news things and like, nope, nope, nope. Maybe I do that no. of people that I that I follow, and I'm like, I don't want to hear anything else. I just want to hear this particular bit. Maybe it's also for this show because I'm like, I need this bit of information. Yeah, nice. Maybe I'm just cool like that. Uh, so we're going to talk about returning uh, Netflix Marvel characters, Mason, as a follow up from last week, mm, and some betrayals. Mm, that's right. Uh, we're going to talking about what the Duffer Brothers are up to next. Absolute couple of Duffers. I agree. Do uh, people in America know the context of the term Duffer? Do you want to explain it now, or do you just want to explain a, it? Just somebody being a real duffer. Do you want to save this for? No, I'm done. I've already done. I've already done. That's what okay, it is. Cool. Just imagine somebody being a real duffer. Yeah, yeah. You get it's it. That exactly. You, get it, you, know? you do. It's funny. It is funny. <laughs> James Cameron has some thoughts on Avatar and how long movies are. Mason. Oh, James Cameron has some thoughts. That's right. Uh, Superman cameoing in Black Adam. Oh, question mark. Captain America 4 Hierarchy news. of the DC Universe about, about to change, change finally, question finally. mark. Who's going to do the biggest punch, etc. cetera. Uh, what was the next thing I said? Uh, yeah, Captain America 4 finds a director. Oh, and it's not someone you think would be good. That's right. A bit of fun. Maybe they will be good. I, oh, I think so. I, I we'll talk about it. All right. Um, and then, of course, we're going to talk about Thor, Love and Thunder with a little bit of Star Wars news just before that. And then The Boys. Uh, we're not doing a boys uh, wrap-up video. We did, like, the first three episodes. So this this will be that. You know Terrific. what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're trying to we're trying to, we're trying trying to to organize our time, Mason. There's so many things out. There's a lot of TV happening. That's right, it was exactly. a real. There was a real 
a real saturation of TV mm. over the span of like a few weeks. It was can, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ms. Marvel. Yep, was recap, that's time. come up this week on Wednesday. The boys. Yep. It was a real concentration of good content, yep. I thought. Exactly. And speaking of, Mason, good content, uh, just in case people missed it last week, we are taking all of August off. That is correct. Uh, I mean, not a hilarious joke. Wouldn't this be a great joke if we didn't? Just, we maybe just, it is, though. We keep just, listening. <laughs> maybe August 1st will take over and maybe there'll be even more content than you were expecting. That's right. That includes all the social medias, all the YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, everything. Uh, bigsandwich.co is still going to run. That's our bonus podcast thing if people are interested. But just thought I might mention that up top every week because mm-hmm. we will still get questions. So, you know. Ah, but think about it. We'll still get questions even if you do this. Yeah, yeah. Less questions? Nope, same amount. Ah. Probably more, actually. <laughs> Was it a joke? You said it was a joke. <sighs> yes, it's a joke. Yeah. There'll be more content <laughs> in August. There'll be a ton of content. Here's something that's not a joke, Mason. Oh. Uh, two legends passed away this oh, week. Oh, that is very sad. Uh, Tony Sirico, age 79. People might know him for, as Paulie from The Sopranos. Paulie Walnuts, that's right. What an incredible performance. Right, real mob guy. A real mob guy. Uh, just the comedic timing of it all. Mm. Apparently he originally auditioned for Junior. Right, okay. And uh, he, I don't know, I can't remember whether he lost the role or they found this better role for him. And also he had the request that his character that, uh, isn't a rat. So that right, was a thing okay, that he Because you you've only recently seen I recently watched uh, the Sopranos in its entirety. He, had a, he has a great hurt face. Because yeah. he's like, he t- he's, a, he's always on. Mm. And then occasionally like Tony would be like, Paulie, shut up. And he's yeah. like, oh. Aww. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny because he's, he's got that kind of character where he's got ambitions but not, you know what I mean? He doesn't, but he doesn't yeah, want to be in charge right. of anything. It's mm-hmm. kind of, it's great. I mean, if you haven't watched The Sopranos, a show that's, you know, 20 plus years old at this point since it started, you should. Uh, yeah, so age 79, death of a legend. Yeah, I mean, it's mm-hmm. one of the, I think, all-time you know, we're in that. We're in the James. We're in this era of premium television. I don't know that. Yeah. But one, I think one of the great all-time episodes of, from this era is the episode where Paulie and Chris have to dump the body of the guy like out in the New Jersey wilderness. But yeah. then it turns out he's a, like a Russian special forces guy. <laughs> yeah. and they just <laughs> chasing him around the forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's great. What Incredible. A, what a great team up. They're like. Just completely different acting styles and completely different personalities. But yeah. Just a, just a great, just two great characters having great character moments together and shivering together in, in out in the snow. Completely and agree. And uh, speaking of made guys, pass right. away. Uh, James Khan, age yeah. 82. I mean, huge catalogue of yeah. work. Mm-hmm. To name a few, The Godfather, mm-hmm. Misery, mm-hmm. Elf. Yes. Uh, that one, like, I didn't put that in as a joke. He's great in that movie. <laughs> he's yeah. really he's really good as uh, Will Ferrell's dad in that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what, what he's just been in so many good things. It feels like he's been around forever. Agreed. You know, and he was only, he was working up until recently uh, when Ray Liotta passed away. Oh, another made guy. That's right. Uh, he was, James Carr said like, like something like, you know, not Ray. And then someone wrote underneath end of tweet, which is what he normally does at the end yeah, of his yeah. tweets. And then underneath that guy, he wrote, do better, you rat. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah. Uh, so, yeah, look, you know, pretty good innings from both of them. But, you know, incredible work, you know. Mm. All right, Mason, we've got to move it along because we have to talk about The Hollywood Reporter. You're not going to believe that they're reporting, Mason. They're reporting that both Charlie Cl- Cox, 
Charlie Cox, Charlie Cox and Vinny D'Onofrio are returning for the Echo series. It's incredible news. <laughs> in their roles. And yet I'm feeling a, a real echo, if you will, James, as if I've heard that before. <laughs> That's right. It wasn't It wasn't exclusive uh, we, we got here last week, which a lot of sites did report on. To be fair, they also mentioned uh, that we, we were sourced in addition to what they heard, the bit about Jessica Jones mm-hmm. uh, being a key story component um, that De- who Daredevil is looking for her throughout the series. We don't know whether she's in it, but probably if that's true, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, but also, sadly, a lot of people didn't mention, you know, the most key component of our exclusives, Mason. Mm, bunch of rats out there. Bunch of, bunch of rats is that they didn't say whether it was a hot scoop or shot of food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank um, you to all the people out there, though, who made that right in, for, in so many cases. We certainly didn't ask you to. We appreciate <laughs> that you did. That's right. Wink. We, we, <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it's coming from THR as well. They're a more reliable source than us. So True. that's that's confirmed. But maybe point, that's because, oh, you're, oh it, so the Hollywood Reporter isn't just reporting from us. No, they had their own oh, independent. Inf- I mean, because that makes Might me. Be the same guy, though. Could be. Mm. It makes me also think that, like, um, oh, good, we're probably right. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And if we're wrong, we're taking the Hollywood Reporter down with us, right? Yes. Yeah. That's absolutely right. Good. Uh, just in addition to that. Uh, Diz Insider's Derek Connell on Twitter. Sorry, it's Cornell says, I'm hearing they're not bringing back Finn Jones for Iron Fist. Uh, not surprising. I also think, yeah, look, not my favourite MCU See, but that also sounds like a, like a rumour that's also a punchline. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe. But, I mean, it got reported on a few places. Okay. But I, I think, though, let's, let's presume this is true, right? Let's, okay. let's say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look, look how sceptical you are now that you're a big Scoops man, Mason. That's right. That um, I think he could do well. That's under, what I'm saying. Yeah, also. I think he could. I mean, not my favorite series, not my favorite well, see, character. Here's the thing. I think the cat, th- and I, I mentioned this before. I think the character did improve uh, when he made an appearance in. Look, I liked him in Defenders, but he was also in the second season of Luke Cage. Okay, uh, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I think he and uh, Luke Cage made a great, great combination. So okay, there you go. Yeah. All right. The actor who plays Luke Cage though is in another series. Yeah, which is on Amazon. That's been going quite a while. It's called Evil. Okay. And it's like uh, it's like uh, the X-Files but religion. Ooh. Uh, so some of the episodes of X-Files. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the religious episodes. It's been going for three seasons. Wasn't yeah. he in a Halo thing at one point? Oh, he might have been. Yeah, I might be wrong. Is it good? Don't know. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah, it's been recommended to me though. So uh... he, was, um, he was James Locke in the Halo franchise oh. apparently. So there you there go. There you go. Mm. Oh, there you go. There you go. He started in we the series. should have a segment called There You Go. There you go. He started in the series also Halo Nightfall. Ooh, and also not Halo Nights in the style of Baywatch Nights. <laughs> <laughs> On a beach? Yeah, well, the Spartans, they run a, a beachside detective agency at night. Wow. When that's... they're not being Spartans. Are so they like, uh, are they like, I hope it wasn't the, the flood or whatever. It's always the flood. Though. I haven't ever played any of it. So, <laughs> but that was right. I yeah, said. yeah, 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 yeah. People hate that series. I know that though, the new <laughs> series. Yeah. People are not a fan. I wonder though, somebody who doesn't really know anything about Halo, whether I would enjoy it. That's exactly. Is yeah. it a case of it's a bad show full stop or is it a bad show if you know all the law and they're ruining the law? Yes. And speaking of, uh, this next bit of news is about the Duffer Brothers, couple of Duffers. Mm. Their production company uh, recently formed Upside Down Pictures. They're developing a live-action Death Note series for Netflix. Oh, now, like that live-action from that live-action Death Note movie? Was from it a, Netflix. Yes. From was it a movie or was it a series? I it can't remember. a movie. Mm. Now, when I watched that, because I've never seen or read – no, I have – 
actually. Go on. Let's pretend I haven't read it. Okay, and sure, I'm sure, not sure. a massive fan of all things anime and know everything. Mm-hmm, sure. When I saw that. That simplifies things. I yeah, think. I think yeah. so. I was As like, opposed to the reality where you know everything yeah, about ex- anime. Right? Correct, correct, like, correct. That would be too complicated, yeah. if anything. This simplifies it. <laughs> it does. I, because you're a guy who knows everything I, about I know anime. Everything. But we're, we're adding a, a layer of persona I'm, and I'm being, you, I'm where being, you don't know everything I'm being about. relatable also. Relatable on, and, yeah, to exactly. a normal person. Sure, 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 sure. I, well, I'm watching that movie. I was like, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And I didn't hate it because I'm like, interesting concept. But obviously people who know anything about that are like, this is a bad adaptation uh, of yes. a thing that I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'd be inter- interesting to see what this could look like again. Okay, sure, yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, but that's interesting that we've reached the era of Netflix where they are gonna make they're gonna remake they're a remaking thing. things. Apparently. They're remaking things that didn't work the first time. I guess if they've still got the license. Yeah, why not? That, it hasn't like that came out. We, we've in the last twenty seventeen. Yeah, I believe. Mm. Yeah, again, I. As somebody who is a huge fan, but if I hadn't seen all of it, I thought it was like interesting mm, sure, sure, as sure, a concept sure. because yeah. obviously the core concept works. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> that I know. Was Willem Dafoe? He was the guy. Was he the devil? He was the demon guy. Oh, he was the voice of. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Did you watch that? I think may. Well, I think I did, but also, as mentioned, couldn't remember if it was a movie or a series. I remember so. it being well cast and mm. what was it? Uh, who was it? There's a bloody yeah. Like Keith Stanfield was in it. Mm. Nat Wolf was the lead in it. Yeah. Good, good names. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. I mean, it was you know, it wasn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know, but good stuff. Yeah, Mason, do you like the magazine or now presumably website Empire? I mean, it is a, it is a website, and it I is reckon a it probably still is a magazine. Right? It is. It's both. Yeah, I love it. It's always like check out our new Star Wars cover, and I'm like, I'm not going to buy that. But I'll look at this picture. I'll rip the cover off in the newsagents. <laughs> if anyone tries to stop me, I'll be like, it was like this when I got here, but can I keep the cover? <laughs> Don't they, when they send them back, they have to do that? They have I to like so. sell the cover off clip, or something? Clip a bit out of it or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, cool. Anyways, James Cameron was speaking to them. Okay. He said, hello, I'm famous director James Cameron. And they said, hello, James Cameron, have a seat. We're Empire Magazine. Yes, that's He's right. like, yeah, I know. I got my start. Ripping off the covers and selling them at a profit. <laughs> so we got the money for Terminator 2. You know that. He said, I've got some. Just, up- just selling Star Wars covers. That's what really? the kids at school wanted. Wow, that's great. Yeah, yeah, and I sold tons of them. I made Terminator 2. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's really good that he did that. Yeah. Um, he said, I've got some other things I'm developing as well, in addition to the Avatar movies that are really exciting. He said, I think eventually over time, I don't know, it's after three or after four, I'm going to. I want to pass the baton to a director that I trust to take over so I can do some other stuff that I'm also interested in, or maybe not. I don't know. Movie four is a corker, he says, Mason. It's a motherfucker, he says. Whoa, it's a corker. That's right. I actually hope I get to make it, but it depends on market forces. Three's in the can, so it's coming out regardless. Imagine having that power to be like... These are terrible. These yeah. are terrible. Two was terrible and three is terrible. Well, we haven't seen They're them They're coming yet, out regardless. Coming I'm going to look up where James Cameron is from because I want to know how he would say it's a corker. He's from New Hampshire. Oh. I don't know. I made that up. Canadian. Uh, he's, from, he's from Canada. In New Hampshire, yeah. No, that's not none of those things. Mm. There's a New Hampshire in Canada. Probably. <laughs> Somebody email in. Tell me. Um, he, re- he said. He's from Kapuskasing, Canada. Okay. Hmm. Sure. And if you go to spouse, it says Susie Cameron, Linda Hamilton, Catherine Bigelow, more. There's a more tab. You can click more. Wow. Is there a New Hampshire in Canada? Doesn't seem to be. God damn it. Well, God, I hate being wrong this one time. 
Um, more news though, also via Empire. They, as he went to leave, they sat him back down. They said, sit your ass down. We've got yeah. more questions. We're Empire <laughs> magazine. We built you, James Cameron. <laughs> the magazine covers, et cetera. Mm, yeah, 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 said. yeah, yeah. It was asked about the length of Excuse movies. me? Oh. Yeah. Okay. And he said, I don't. You've got to tell us about the length, James Cameron, of my movies. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> we're, oh, we're from Empire. We're from Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. Just the normal stuff. That's what we do here. Just the normal stuff. Yes. This is the, you haven't actually w- accidentally walked into Hustler magazine. That's right. James that's Gabbard. next door. That's, yeah. Uh, I don't want anybody whining about length when they sit and binge watch for eight hours. It's about the girth of my movies. <laughs> I can almost write this part of the review. The agonizingly long three-hour movie. It's like, give me a fucking break. I've watched my kids sit and, and do five one-hour episodes in a row. Uh, he says, here's the big social paragon, par- paradigm. Paradigm? <laughs> paradigm. Is that the same part? trying to say Thank paradigm? Uh, that's him. Mis- I'm saying how he oh, said you it. Oh, yeah. we're fixing it for yeah, him. Okay, uh, great. Uh, shift that has to happen. It's okay to get up and pee. Get, uh, which is it. so. There's two things going on here. Mm-hmm. One, um, hey, shut up about long movies. Okay, People sure, binge sure, watch sure. things. And two, just go to the toilet during my movie. Yeah. Just, just walk out. Uh-huh. It's fine. Yeah, well, I don't care. All right. Um, there should be one of those. There should hmm. be like the t- you know Tom Cruise or whoever at the start of the movie, but it's James Cameron being like, it's me, award-winning director James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Just piss whenever. Yeah. This also applies to my movies. <laughs> <laughs> so I think also do you think there's a distinction between going to the movies and watching a three three and a half hour movie they feel different and streaming at home where mm. you can well, look at your phone streaming at home thank you or get up mm, yeah or pause it and yeah. get get a snack go, go, to, go to lunch it's go a to different exp- and they're also obviously paced differently yeah and I'm not saying I haven't done that because I do all the time uh-huh. but it's a different scenario yeah but also I'd, if a movie's long if it's if it's compelling, it doesn't matter to me. It's true. But, like, Morbius, what was that, like 40 minutes long? Yeah. Excruciating. It <laughs> felt like it went forever because mm-hmm. it was so boring and dull and hard to talk about. So, I, I don't know. You if could it, barely talk about it in the theatre. It's your seatmates. <laughs> God, this is so hard to talk about. <laughs> You're finding it hard to talk about too. Um, so, I don't know. He's getting old. That's what I'm seeing here as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that, right. That's what I like. Mm. He's, he's, he's entering his crank years. Would you, <laughs> would you suggest perhaps more interviews with James Cameron just to yes. see what, what he's got in the see tank? See what he can say. What he, what's he, what he's itching to say. Yeah. Definitely. Mm, yeah. Rich, he doesn't give a fuck. That's true. But he's, he's like regardless of. Well, he's rich and he's so, but he's like, I wonder, I wonder how normal he is generally. Hard to say. Because I, like, I think there, there is, because he's probably. What's he worth? Billion dollars? I don't know. He would have to be. I mean, close. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Because I think there are certain people who have that level of money yeah. and they just have like a house and a couple of cars and they help their kids out and they have like $600 million in the bank and there are some people who are like super yachts every day. Yeah. And I'd be curious. I think he's probably closer to that one. Yeah. But it seems like he's still his... got to do something to your brain. Yeah, though, it right? says he's got $700 million, so who okay. knows? But because I think also he didn't make a bunch of money off Titanic for whatever reason. Oh. I can't remember why. Uh, but I think also he seems to spend his money like he doesn't just spend because like oh, I've got a, I'm doing the car, I'm doing the yacht. He seems to like I'll buy a submarine, I'll explore yeah. ocean depths. Yeah, like right, he puts right. his money into things that he that he genuinely likes, it yeah. seems. You know, I don't know. God. I also, I you know those guys that are like, you know, I'm rich or whatever, but I've just <laughs> – I've just got. I drive my. I drive a like a regular car, and I live in a regular house. I'm just. That's weird. 
Like, why are you even rich then? Just fucking give it away. Mm. Like, that's strange. Don't you think that's strange? It's a little bit strange. I don't know. I don't like it's a weird flex to be like, I have $800 billion, but I do nothing with it. Then why are you doing any of this? Give it to us. <laughs> we'll do stuff with it. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, wow, Mason, Superman speculation. Wow, yes, wow, 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 wow. So. This is about Superman uh, may be having a big cameo in uh, Black Adam. I see. So The Rock replied to at the geek of steel, or it could be at <laughs> the geek sov steel. Who knows? How do you pronounce it? I don't oh. know. Uh, so they were like, hey. Is, is, hey. Is, is, hey. Uh, is Superman, he's going to be a, the, the Black Adam man in the Black Adam. Mm-hmm. And this is, what it, this is what The Rock said. Okay, I'm ready. From back in the day when I was wrestling – in flea markets. Uh, for, I'll stop that. For 40 bucks a match, all, all the way to now, I've learned to always listen to the audience because they'll always lead you. I'm doing it again. He's brought it back. Because <laughs> they always lead you where you, want, where you need to go. I hear you uh, and I've, all, I've always got you fist. And then he did a fist bump and a winky face emoji. And there's a photo of the emblem of Black Adam, which is presumably – a big lightning bolt yeah, yeah. and Superman. And it's like you see them both and they're like together. Oh, you know wow. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think he made that? Yep. Like Canva or something, one of those apps? Uh, you know, I think he's, I think he'd, I think someone else made it. You think you got a guy to do it. You think you got his assistant to Yeah, or he's just Googled it and whatever. Oh, you think it already exists probably? Yeah, yeah. if he can even got do that. Got his assistant to Google. Yeah. Like Adam and Superman. Yeah, I think so. Fan fiction. Now, people are also speculating that like, is this going to be one of those scenarios mm-hmm. that has been popular of late? Where we don't see Superman, like we, we he's there, <laughs> yeah, 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 but we don't see his face, mm, sure. which is what we've been seeing yes. uh, the last two times he showed up, mm-hmm. Shazam and um, Peacemaker, Peacemaker. Yes. That's right. I mean, obviously, Justice League re-release doesn't count because it was. If anybody's got the Hollywood before. juice to get Henry Cavill back in the suit and into a scene, yeah, might be might be the Dwayne the Rock Johnson. But it also establishes that he still exists in the universe. That's true. So, yeah, yeah. But then again, the Flash might change all of that. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Neither do they. Or we'll find out in a few weeks at Comic-Con. So there you go. Um, this is by The Hollywood Reporter again, Mason. Captain America 4, which Chris Evans also confirmed that Anthony Mackie is on Twitter. He's like, he's Captain America. I'm That's not right. coming back, mm-hmm. which, you know, we know. Got a director in Julius Owner. Now, you were like, didn't he make a bad thing? Right? He did. He made the Cloverfield Paradox. That's the worst one of those. But also, I don't think it was a Cloverfield movie. I think they broke it into the thing that it became. Yeah, they really did, yeah. He also did a movie uh, a couple years ago called Loose. Okay. Which is about a kid who was adopted and um, what's her name? She's blonde and she's Australian. She was in it as well. Margot Robbie. No, the other one. Nomi Campbell. Oh. She's in it. And it's really great. Like, it's excellent. So I think given the opportunity and if they don't try to turn – like if they had to turn that movie, for example, into a Cloverfield movie, the good one that he made, Uh, I don't think that would have been very good either. Interesting. So I think this is fine. Great. Or bad. I don't know. Whoa. (laughs) But what I'm saying is I I think this is actually actually quite good news. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, We did have that Captain America series of late and all in all, whatever, I guess. Sure. It was all right, wasn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of wrapped up the same yeah. way. I was speaking started. of Margot Robbie, which you were not, but I was. Yeah. You excited for the Barbie movie? Yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah, right? yeah. It looks actually interesting. Yeah. Mm. There's a bunch of Kens and Barbies in it, apparently. Okay. What Are they in the real world? What's happening? It seems like it could be like um, like the Brady Bunch movie. Like okay. where 
like I don't know if they're toys or not in this, or they're toys that have come to life or whatever. Yeah. But you know, in the Brady Bunch movie, they're still the Brady Bunch, but the entire world's like, what is with these people? Yeah. What is going on? You think it's probably, I think it might be a little bit something yeah. like that. Yeah. I'll be right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see. Yeah. Mm. Got a tiny bit of news before we talk about Thor, Love and Thunder. Or we can do the boys first. What would you prefer? Tiny bit of news. No, I mean, we'll do the tiny bit of news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, And great. then we do Thor, Love and Thunder. Yes, or terrific. we do the boys. I think let's talk about Thor, Love and Thunder. Okay. A little bit of sizzle here as well. We have very different opinions on that movie. Sure do. And we're going to talk about them right after we do this little bit of news. Maybe uh, a pause and uh, guess guess who uh, likes it more. Mm. The answer might surprise you. Say it out loud as well. Yeah, yeah, wherever you are, if you're in a library or on a bus or something, yeah, just be like, yeah. Mason, That's right. Say. That's right. Or James. That's right. Yeah. And hopefully there's nobody there by those names because mm. then you'll have to acknowledge them in some way. Or Mason. maybe it'll spark a wonderful conversation. That's true. And a new enemy will be forged in your life. Is that how you pronounce that? Yes. Great. This is by the Rolling Stone. Taika Waititi was talking to them. And we call, we're calling them the Rolling Stone now. That's right, the Terrific. Rolling Stone. And they said, uh, they were asking about Just Mick Jagger. (laughs) Yeah, just Mick Jagger. He's the one that counts, I guess. Uh, So they were asking him about, and then the other one, you know, the other one, Keith Richards. Mm -hmm. And they were saying like, you know, talking about his Star Wars movie. And Uh he said, uh, he was speaking to Natalie Portman and she said to him, what do you do next? And I said, I'm trying to work on a Star Wars thing. Have you ever wanted to be in a Star Wars movie? Oh, Taika Waititi. She said, Oh, Taika. I've been in Star Wars movies. And he said, like, oh, I forgot about those ones. So I think that's quite funny. And when he actually, when I saw this article of like, oh, Natalie Portman's, you know, Taika Waititi Star Wars movie, I was like, oh, that would be good. Oh, wait, no, they did Mm. that. (laughs) They already did that. They sure did. did. Now, in the Star Wars comic books, I think it's the Darth Vader comic books. Yeah. I've talked about this before. But isn't one of, isn't there a storyline where he teams up with, one or maybe all of Padme's surviving yeah, yeah. handmaidens. And there's one that looks like a lot like her. But that could also, I think that was also supposed to be like Kira Knightley. So if they did yeah, that, and they would get Kira Knightley, Kira Knightley right, yeah. presumably. Mm. I don't know. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, 
and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. You've probably heard this or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Weekly Planet. Anyways, it's time, Mason, to talk about Thor, Love and Thunder. And like we do when we always talk about Thor, Love and Thunder, I like to talk about the budget and box office performance. Oh, budget and box office. As of so far. Now, this one is the fourth most expensive MCU movie to date. Really? Behind some of the Avengers movies, except oh. for the first one. I cost, saw that the figure I saw was $185 million. Is apparently that not $250 million. Whoa, I was way off. Who knows? I mean, mm. it was also filmed during COVID and there's a number of things That's in true. place because of that. It was p- delayed multiple times. There's a lot of pretty famous people in this mm. and so on. Marvel do require a lot of money just to be funneled into a furnace. That's right. After a certain point. Like if you don't, if you don't finish on time. <laughs> 
They say, this is your fault. This is your fault. They make you watch. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> as they shovel it in. Mm. Uh, in terms of box office, it's uh, they think it might be a little bit underperforming expectations, but it is. it does seem to have a higher opening than Ragnarok. Okay. Ragnarok in the US had a 127... Sorry, Ragnarok in the US had a 122.7 opening weekend, million mm. uh, opening sure, weekend. Sure, sure. And Not this, decibel. No, no, no. <laughs> this one is estimated to be anywhere between 140 to 143 million and then an additional 150 million internationally. So all in all, it'll probably be around the 300 million mark, give or take. Now, with the now in terms, this is something I sometimes talk about or have never talked about. Oh yes, it's got a cinema score of a B plus. Oh, and a Rotten Tomato score. Yeah, I'll just check now. Of a very nice, yeah, sixty-eight percent. Yes, I thought. <laughs> is it cinema score? What's the thing? It's you know the one I'm talking about. The audience score. Yeah, it's something. It's basically that, right? Mm. So, I think that can also affect it. Like an A, an A plus movie generally will perform better over the longer term. This yeah, right. one seems to have divided people a little bit more. Mm. Uh, what do you think the story was? Oh, all right, hang on. Okay, all right. So Thor, Yep. Thor, remember Thor? He was all, oh, I'm sad. Remember that? But yep. then he got over it. And then in this this time around, he's, he's back, baby. He's doing these adventures with the Guardians of the Galaxy. But he's like, I love zapping things and punching things and smashing stuff. Being silly. But I wish there was more, more to life, you know? More for Thor, he more said. For, there was more for Thor. <laughs> I wish there were more for Thor. But then other stuff happens. For example, yep. uh, Gore the God butchers out there and he's killing all those gods, so maybe. For time, you could have, sh- you could have said uh, EG. Oh, yeah, yeah, that would have been good. Okay, so EG, for example, <laughs> Gore's out there and he's killing all those gods. Yep. Yeah. And he, he wants to. Stop that. He wants to stop that. Yeah. I don't um, want to stop Gore. So. And also uh, there's a, where's, uh, where's, uh, where's Natalie Portman? She's Thor. Kate Foster. Yeah, she's also Thor. That's not a surprise. In the comic books, this series went for like seven years and that was a big surprise. That's right, yeah. But yeah. Uh, in this it's not a surprise because it's in the trailer. No. And in the comics as well, you can kind of disguise who is Thor. Yes. Uh, the, the version of Thor that she is mm. because you put a helmet on and it's drawn and you're like, who is that mysterious woman? But in this you put a helmet on Natalie Portman and you're yeah, like, yeah. that's clearly Natalie, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman in helmet, sure. <laughs> yeah. Got to say, that helmet wildly fluctuates in quality, doesn't it? Mm, Sure does, yeah. 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 Anyways, I had a really good time with this, and you... Explain yourself. (laughs) Okay. I'm not going to... This isn't a trap. (laughs) This isn't a trap. I'm just curious. Sure, okay. I had a really good time. Yeah, I just thought it was really ridiculous. I don't know whether it was even that it was funny, because I don't think, like, the gags maybe landed as much as the last one. Okay. But it's just very silly. And I also think a lot of the, the heartfelt stuff, which is in the back end, mm-hmm. seemed to work also. And then, like, they roll in Russell Crowe and he's doing his best con the fruiterer. That's a local reference. Mm. Look it up. There's some stuff in this that is just, like, so bizarre and silly and strange. And also, I think, you know, the universe kind of expands out in a big way. I thought Christian Bale was really good as the villain. It's not perfect. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of things in this which I, I will end up, you know, criticizing. Interesting. But uh criticism for this movie? Yeah, but I just I just I just thought it was pretty I'll t- tell you this much. Uh you did mention it and we've had we've had a number of people tweet at us about this. Yeah. They're like, what's Russell Crowe doing? <laughs> so to be clear, what he is doing is he's channeling the power of every 1980s Greek Australian fish and chip shop proprietor. Yes, that's the, or or parody of that. That's what he's doing. That yeah. was a, it was a big thing in the 80s. Yeah. That's exactly what he's doing. It's a, like you said, it's a little bit con the fruiterer. It's, it's a little bit Franco Cotto. It, it's wild because like 
I don't. I mean, I'm loving the era that he's gone into. Yes. He's just kind of leaning into being like, I'm a kind of Santa-y kind of kooky old guy. Yes. Where he was like, he's gladiator, or he's a serious reporter, or he's like taking down the mob. And now he's just like, ah, fuck it, I'm doing this. <laughs> That's right. I look. I enjoyed his performance. I, th- I think. <laughs> well, you said it was your favorite part. It's my I favorite think. part of this this movie. I think he's really going into that. And uh, the question, of course, has, has arisen: Is it racist? <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> well, it's interesting because it's sort of. For people who are not in Australia, there's a big kind of – what he's doing is he's channeling this specific kind of – in the 80s and 90s, what was huge yeah. was a certain type of ethnic comedy which sort of sort of favoured like Greek-Australian, Lebanese-Australian, Italian. There's a soon-to-be uh, completed trilogy of films called The Wog Boy. Well, I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, can't say that outside of No, Australia. that's not a word that you should, you should say in other countries. Yeah, yeah. yeah but that's, should I uh, take this out? No, it's fine. I mean, it's a movie. Like, there's a poster and everything. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. real yeah. thing. It's not a word that I use, <laughs> but it's, you know, it, it exists. Yeah. Yeah, so what, what did you not like about it, though? That particular performance. No, in general. Though. Oh, yeah. look, let me, first of all, let me, let, me, let me say this. Okay. I got, I got a let, – let's get, do a little caveat here. Folks, if you're out there – and you've purchased tickets for Thor Love and Thunder yep. in, in the near future, and you're very excited, and you're going to go out there and you're having a great time at the movies, or you have seen it already and you did have a great time at the movies and you want to chat to some people about it, or you're waiting for that 45-day window so you can watch it on Disney+, and you're pretty confident you're going to have a great time at the movies. Yeah. If you're a part of any of those groups and you think that somebody criticising this movie uh, might lessen your enjoyment of the movie, I would probably recommend skipping to the next segment of this podcast. <laughs> uh, and I say that based on some feedback I have received uh, in the past when I did uh, criticise, for example, some big Marvel blockbusters like Eternals yeah. or uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm not going to win any friends. No, it today. also works the other way. Mm-hmm. So I feel like for me, people will be like, you you love everything, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Why don't you stop sucking its dick and all that, et cetera, and mm-hmm. so forth. If I like this, it it doesn't matter at all. <laughs> well, really? exactly. Our opinion shouldn't matter, really. I, I think, though, is it? I think this might be the first Marvel movie. This is the most divided we've been on anything. Oh, do you think so? Not even Eternals? Well, no, because I didn't like Eternals you? very much. Oh, you loved it. I definitely didn't love it. That's interesting. We did a whole episode on it. I remember you loving it a lot. I said I didn't like you it. You said you, let's go to the tape. I loved it. <laughs> That's good, actually. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you for bringing that in. Mm, that yeah, was yeah. boring. Mm. I did, and I don't think it did enough with the universe. Yeah. And, Hang on, let me, ju- let me just check. What else is on this tape for, of you? Up yours, woke moralists. <laughs> we'll see who cancels who. James, please. <laughs> I meant that, though. Yeah, no, I, I spoke. And I will it. not be deleting yeah, that yeah. tweet. Anyway, look, it's uh, it's um, I, I think people should not. Uh, I, I, I think you shouldn't, you know, we're just two guys in a room. You shouldn't yeah. necessarily, you know, it, it shouldn't lessen. You sh- if, if you went in there and you felt if you felt that enjoyment and you felt satisfied by the movie-going experience, anybody saying anything else about it shouldn't. Uh, I think that's most people, though, are just yeah. like, okay, cool, and yeah. this is what I think regardless. Anyway, what I think is this movie was awful. <laughs> like <laughs> Awful? Thoughtful. Wow. Like, just absolute bottom-rung Marvel as far wow, as really? I'm concerned. Yeah. Just, look, I've got a lot of notes. Hang on, I, let me go I don't doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while you're gathering that, okay, please. Uh, for a couple of things, Chris Hemsworth said, uh, I'm, "I'll wait for fans to say no thanks. We've had enough of you for when he leaves Thor. He wants to do it forever. It seems also a good paycheck." And via the AP <laughs> News, Taika Waititi said, uh, "Yeah, I'm gonna make uh, Thor in love. It's probably the last thing that a Thor fan really wants to hear. For me, it's uh, good to give fans something they don't know that they want." What about the first two Thor movies? That's what I thought as well. Like three of the four are. Uh, 
love, love stories, stories yeah. right? And yeah. he, and even in the movies, like you know, outside of that, so like yeah, the yeah. first or second Avengers, mm. like he's talking about Jane Foster and yeah, yeah. and whatever. Like he's a romantic character, mm. so there was nothing in this that made me go. This isn't the Thor that I, I get, remember. Like, isn't Thor like I? Perhaps the the mythological basis of Thor is not romantic. No, but, but I'm I th- like this. Yeah, but when I yeah. think of Thor, I'm like, oh, it's a historical figure, and he's all Fabio esque, and he's got the hair. And all. That's a romantic, yeah, whole situation. Anyway, well, speaking of criticism, mm. like. Over the years of these Marvel movies, we've certainly had a lot of people that are like, a lot of reviewers that are like, um, you know, bloody here comes another cog coming out of the Marvel assembly line, whatever. And I'm always like, that's not a productive line of criticism because it's like criticizing, you know, a rom-com yeah. just because it's got elements of a rom-com. It's like, oh, so two Just because it's got Catherine yeah. Bigelow. Just because... No, Catherine Heigl. Yes. Oh, it's Catherine Heigl and Seth Rogen, and they meet and they don't get along. But then there's a series of circumstances happen, and they fall in love. Oh, yuck! More of that. Like that's not just because it has those elements. What you do, what you need is you need a cast and your crew, and you need to bring that in. Yeah. Like something, and like it's the same. The Marvel formula. We all know what the Marvel formula is. It is there's a bad guy, and he wants to do a bad thing, and or get a bad thing. Yes. Uh, and it's up to the good guy to this stop. This one, it's, it's both. Yeah, yeah, and it's bad. <laughs> also, we're going to do spoilers down the yeah, line. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll do spoilers eventually. Yeah. Uh, and and the good guys have to stop him. Yep. And they do so sort of via the medium of three to four large action sequences mm-hmm, that are mm-hmm. strung together with exposition and quips, right? And so I think the best of the Marvel movies, we get like exciting and innovative action sequences. We get quips that work with the characters. We get... Uh, exposition, like it, it, they're all going to have exposition, but it's but it's hidden in scenes in a world that seem real. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But I feel like what Thor: Love and Thunder asks is, what if we did the Marvel formula and we added nothing? Okay, so do you think like it feels like Ragnarok kind of redone? No, no, it feels to me like they just got the absolute bare skeleton of the formula and they went. All right, so we need to get the characters from A to B with some exposition. Let's just have them say the exposition. Okay. Do like, you, Do you think that like was aided by the fact that a lot of this was shot in lockdown or yes. on the volume or green screen? And so. it wouldn't shock me if a lot of scenes they didn't really know where they were going to go. There's a particular bit at the end yes. where they're, they're in like a, like a void. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is the volume, obviously. Yes, right, right, right. <laughs> so I agree. I totally agree like with you Like, for example, I'll, and I, I'll try not to spoil anything, but just speaking in vagaries, like the opening sequence where we meet Gore, yeah, and uh, you know his his ethos is all gods must die, mm-hmm. and it starts out I think fairly strong. He's sort of wandering the desert with his child, and yeah, that was really et good, yeah. But then he it it wasn't so far away. From, like it 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 may as well have been he gets handed a big like burglar's sack. It says motivation on it. Just like it was so the, – the scene where he – this you know, he he goes on his mission, like it felt so like on the nose and kind of so – Like the way that uh, – like the way he was presented with the weapon, yeah. the gods that he came across, yeah. like that kind of thing. Just the delivery of like we've got we – got, look, we, the runtime in this movie is short. We've got two minutes to make this happen. Yeah. Let's just throw it in there. And it felt like every scene was that. Really? Like it, for me it felt like every scene was – and James, I know you've seen this, but the, the, the episode of SNL – Jeremy Renner hosts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember there was that obligatory, like, Avengers Hawkeye scene? Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Where it's just 
actors standing shoulder to shoulder and they're just saying words. Yeah. To me, it felt like every scene of this movie was just that. So, so just, maybe if you like mixed it in more with the action sequences or as they're doing something. Yeah, but it really, think- it really just felt like people standing there yeah. and then going like, oh, we need to get to, oh, we need to go and get to the new thing. We need to go to the next area. Oh, well, how are we going to do that? Well, I've got a ship. All right, well, let's get on the ship. Well, it's funny. Like a quip, exposition, yeah. another quip, scene transition. Okay, Next sure. Scene. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think also like a lot of stuff was was tried in this like it was with Ragnarok because Ragnarok was like, I remember saying something like 80% like improvised. Uh-huh. And I think it's I think it would be very possible that that's what's going on here because I've got a list of things which okay. I'll talk about later which would were cut out. Okay. And I think that, yeah, they, this was a lot of – throwing like stuff against the wall and seeing uh-huh. kind of what would stick. Right. And I think it does kind of in moments it leaves kind of odd gaps or weird pacing and, and it was so like that. it was weirdly disjointed yeah. and like tonally weird. Mm. So, so I I suspect a lot of criticism of this movie is going to be brushed off as like uh, well, actually, people, you wanted something different from the Marvel formula, and this is a full-on comedy, so if you think too hard about it. I don't think it is a full-on comedy, It's not, though. though. It, yeah. it's, well, I first of all, I disagree. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Mm. I don't think it is a full-on comedy. I think it is just the Marvel formula, again, with more jokes, which mm. is which is different from being a comedy. But I think people like, you know, if you think about this too hard, uh, big, you're a big-time loser kind of thing. <laughs> but, like, first of all, I'm not thinking about it. First too, of all, we have to. This is yeah, the show we, we do. But first of all, I don't. when I'm in the movies, I'm not thinking about it too hard. I'm just being presented with a narrative, and I'm like, my brain just goes, does this make sense or does it not make sense? Yeah, okay. Does it feel real or does it not feel real? Mm. And also, if you spent, like, more than a decade building a universe – like an all-encompassing universe, and the secret to its success is that people think about it too much. I think it's too late to then go, oh, you thought about this one. Big mistake. Shouldn't have, shouldn't have thought <laughs> about it. This one's all about not thinking about it. I see. I didn't. I didn't feel that at all. I didn't think it kind of came apart when you thought about it. I think as, as like most of these. As a, Here's an example for you, James. Oh, I would love to hear it. Okay. Mm. Uh, so Gore's mission yep. is to uh, all gods must die. Yep. By the way, I thought he was great. I thought he's good. I think, really I think he's good. doing yeah. well with what he had. I, if anything, I'd like to see. I'd like to have seen. More I of him reckon in this. that he read all the seven years of the comic run, and then he's like, "I'm ready to be Gore," and they're like, "Well, here's some X's to stand on." <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah, yeah. probably. Uh, but he, he got so, Eccleston. Yeah, he did get Eccleston. So Gore's uh, oath is that all gods must die. Yep. What I about, swear, I swear, I swear, I swear to God, God, all these gods are going to get it. Of the, Given the gods were presented in this movie, is he wrong? No, no, he's he's one hundred. And that's what correct. I think is compelling about it. Yeah, where at the end, like he made, you know, the choices that he makes and the things that he does, I'm like, yeah, he should do this because every single god we meet in this, with the exception of like the core cast, right? Awful. So why is he the why is he not the good guy then? Because because he would, yeah, I don't know. Because like. Because I mean, he would kill Thor, I guess. That, well, that's why. So, like, there's even a scene. I don't. There's a piece of dialogue, sort of midway, where it's revealed that the gods have a little wager going. Yeah. To see which of them can get the greatest number of their followers to sacrifice themselves. Mm. So, how long has this been going on? And how many people has it yeah. been? So has it been like a thousand years? It's been like a million people. So that's like a bunch of Thanoses. Yes. Just a bunch of tin pot Thanoses just running around, like. Running little death cults. Yes. So that's bad. Yeah, I know. But it's also like these are the gods that we see. So like there are other, presumably there are other gods. Apparently like the Black Panther god is actually in this. Ooh. So there are, I think there are like other gods in this universe that aren't terrible. But we don't see well. any of them. No, we don't see any of that. But, but what I'm saying is like Thor's whole deal is yeah. that he, he couldn't stop Thanos. 
Oh, we see the the big the big tiger one was a nice one. When um, thought you know it's from the comics. The big the big kind of stone tiger mountain. Oh yeah, one. okay. He's like this one was cool. Yeah, but we don't see him do anything cool. No, but he says this one was cool. cool. We need what like. What I'm saying is that Thor's whole deal was he couldn't stop Thanos and it ruined him. Yeah. But now he's like, now we learn, like as I like, it's a joke for us the audience. Mm. And if it was in like Meet the Spartans, it would be a funny joke. But in the movie, <laughs> the one funny joke. But in the movie, it's real. Yeah. And like that means that there's a bunch of guys out there that he should be like Thor should be stopping them as well. I agree. Yeah. And I but I think also that's what's interesting about it and then we can't talk about it till spoilers and the decision he makes isn't that Gore makes at the end isn't about the universe and the gods. It's a personal decision that he makes Ooh. at the end and I think that kind of plays into But his personal decision should be that all gods must die. No, not necessarily. <laughs> but we'll talk we'll talk okay. about it at the end. Anyway, right. I just want to quickly talk about they changed the sword. So in the comics, yeah. the sword it's a it's a venom sword, yes. and presumably because it that it'd clash with Sony, it'd be a whole thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. They change it; it's a it's a shadow's sword. Oh. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I yeah. just thought it. I, th- I just thought it was interesting. Mm. Here's some things that I didn't think worked um, comedy okay. wise, Mason. Okay, I right. thought okay. Jane Foster trying out different uh, catchphrases. I by the way, I thought she was great. By the way, I mm. think Natalie Portman is a really good Thor. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'd love to see more of her. We'll get into that more at the end, I guess. Um, but. Like I thought, the screaming goats was not like a particularly compelling. Like I thought, I thought if, it could have been utilized more. Yeah, as, like it was like the joke was just that they're screaming. I kind of like this. There's there's when we first see the the screaming goats and they're sort of being corralled into this the sh- Thor's ship. Yeah, I thought that was quite funny. But it doesn't get better. Doesn't they don't do anything else with it? No, they don't do anything point. else with yeah. it. There's a at the start of the movie, Thor is teaming up with the Guardians to do like a um a little Guardians adventure. Yeah, which we see in the trailers. And there's a there's like a priest. He's helping out this this. That's Stephen Curry. Oh, Australia's I was like, Stephen who Curry. is that? And Australia's... I looked at Stephen Curry. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, I agree. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, so you're saying helping with the priest? So you didn't like that little action sequence where he does the Van Damme splits and all oh, that sorry. And flies up through yeah, the ceiling? That's pretty fun. Okay, sorry. cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying is like you can. If you want to make it a comedy, it still has to work in the context of the, the larger universe that it exists in because otherwise it, it breaks stuff. Yeah. Like the boys can do jokes in that universe. But like if there was a scene where Butch is like, oh, we're going to get Homelander and, and I've, I've, I've got these laser eyes now and I tested them on a hospital. Like they wouldn't go, ha, classic Butcher, let's move on. Yeah. You'd, they'd, this, the scene would be about, like, did you just kill a bunch of people? Yeah. And it's weird that, like, nobody reacts. Like, Jane Foster isn't like, do you, Thor, do you sacrifice people as well? Mm. Do I have to do that now that I'm a god? But I think the general understanding in, like, in that scene where they're at the the the, the centre of gods and whatever, uh-huh. they're just all the, the worst ones that get yeah. together and do that. So why wouldn't Thor just give the address of that place to Gore and then be like, if you leave everybody Well, maybe he like, would have. Maybe, like, maybe he... You know, I don't know. Not maybe he would have. I don't. I don't know. He doesn't though. Yeah, but I think he also knows that out in the universe there are people that are. Well, doing I would love. Good. I would love to have a scene where. And again, this was the. Sh- this is one of the shortest Marvel movies. Yeah. And I say maybe give us an extra scene where there's a god trying to help their followers grow some crops or whatever, and Gorgeous shows up and slashes them in bits, and you go, "Oh, he's gone too far now." Okay. You know. No, I'm glad. Or they, really, any gods no, being killed on screen. I'm glad nice. that they didn't do that. I'm that? glad that they left it ambiguous. I'm glad that they they left it like that. Gore was Gore's right because mm-hmm. I think one of the cop outs from the first Black Panther movie, uh-huh. the, the one that has been out uh-huh. as of so far, is that 
Michael B. Jordan and, and the, the decisions he's making, you're like, oh, he's right. And then like, and then it's like, oh, I'm just going to kill anybody. And it's like, well, that, yeah. okay, now you, now you have to be stopped, obviously. Uh-huh. Whereas this, yeah. there wasn't that moment of like, oh, we saw him like kill that orphan, so now he's got to die. There was never that moment, and I liked that. Right, but, it, but, but he could kill some good gods is what I'm saying. Yeah, fair enough. Like he didn't kill. We didn't, I mean, he did. He killed Falagar, the big, the, the, the yeah, big dog. Yeah, we didn't see it. And also, we only have Thor's. We only have Thor's reassurance that he's good. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, but he's the he's the main he's the guy. Nah. <laughs> what I think the the reason that uh, the reason that Thor has to the reason that we're supposed to th- this is Inhumans all over again because the no, good, it's yes, not. it is because the good guy is is like he's he's trying to save like the royals yeah but he doesn't care about the little people like the sac the sacrifice people yeah he doesn't care about those people but i think also there's probably and yeah you're probably right that this could have been elaborated on that there would be a knock-on effect anyway yeah. i feel like we're just, i'm just going into <laughs> all right okay <laughs> yeah look it's a valid point mm. but i think a different slightly different thing mason okay uh i think i'm done with korg though I don't think he needed to be in this like as much as he is. Ah, but somebody needs an extra paycheck. Maybe, yeah. but I don't, I don't know. It's like he could have been like a little cameo. You know, I don't think he needed to be like the Throughout most the of whole the adventure. Movie, right, 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 yeah, right, which yeah. he, for the most part, is. Anyway, should we do some? Oh, oh, another thing, a joke yes. that I did thought, think worked was uh, the Mjolnir and Stormbreaker kind of scenario. You know, there was that kind of rivalry. So are they sentient or are they not sentient? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's never, it's never explained. Because if there's if they're sentient, well, well, Stormbreaker's got a bit of like Groot, so yeah. that could have a component of it. I don't know. Look, we'll have to talk about it. We'll have to talk about an element yeah. of that in spoilers, I think. But I also like the Mjolnir as a weapon. Like it's got a slightly different thing it can do because it's been shattered. It can split into different parts. And yeah, I that was but great. I mean, that's like all right. <laughs> like Iron Man's got those shoulder thingies that do basically the same thing. Yeah. He's had those for ten years. I mean, they all shoot lasers. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like. The new weapon was nothing, by the way. The 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 lightning bolt. Oh right, that's right. That's not yeah. really anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what like, it looks ridiculous, that's true. which I think is the point. Yeah, yeah. But I feel I haven't been critical enough. Um, <laughs> what was the best action sequence? Uh, I thought the. Oh, I can't talk about it. The one one towards the end. Oh yeah, which is um. Oh, like talk about it. like the like it would be action sequence like three or four. Like which which <laughs> right like third act action. Sequence? Yeah, like third act. Yeah, okay, right, right, yeah, right. right. Yeah. See, I feel like. Like that probably had the most creativity to it. The the one that I liked the most, but like I didn't feel like I didn't I, I didn't feel like any of this was really dynamic or exciting. It mm. felt like mostly just people talking in rooms. Yep. And then like there's the you know this one's in the trailer. You know there's this there's a there's an action sequence that's sort of in black and white. Mm. I feel like there was some there were a couple of monster designs that I thought were pretty interesting. Like there's one that's sort of like. It's got like a herky-jerky kind of Harryhausen yeah. kind of effect to it. But, again, the, I don't think the action sequence was any good. I think they had a little shade of Suicide Squad to them where it's just like – First Suicide Squad, actually. Yeah, First Suicide Squad where they're just muddy men. No, that is – yep, I'd agree with that. And they're just – I think like one of the – Because they're supposed to be shadow creatures Yeah, but I think like yeah. one of the downfalls of – Perhaps superhero movies can tend to be. It's all about the heroes doing the pose and doing the move and shooting the lightning and the lasers and what have you mm. at just nothing because yeah. the nothing like the the villain doesn't matter. It's just can't they're just rolling over cannon fodder. Mm. And I think it's it'd be way more interesting for them to fight, you know, something else, something else, something <laughs> interesting. Yeah, well, I guess we have seen a lot of like yeah, yeah, like armies that they face like faceless, you know, dry, yeah. like robots or aliens uh, or whatever. But yeah, 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 I guess we're past that point. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, should we do some spoilers? Yeah, let me think. Do I have anything else to make fun of? I'm sure you do, Mason. No, I definitely do. 
Uh, I'll also, uh, and we'll get to this in spoilers, uh, I feel like a lot of this movie um, they decided where they, it was going, like elements of what were going to end up and they plotted it backwards, which I hate. Yeah. Like where they go, oh, okay, well, we need the characters to be here. How would they get here? Well, what if they did this? Well, it wouldn't make sense for the characters to do this, but we've got to get them there, so we'll just have them do that. In fact, I think the end mm. of the movie yeah. they maybe thought of first and worked backwards. Okay. Yeah. Counterpoint. Yes. Maybe you just went in wanting to hate this myself. Oh, my God, maybe I did. <laughs> I've, I've, look, I've, I've look. I've, that's my favorite valid criticism. I've, I've, I look. I've committed. I've committed several cardinal sins of movie reviewing. One, I went in going to hate it. Two, I'm a big DC fanboy and I love everything DC and I hate everything Marvel. And three, uh, I didn't uh, list a bunch of things in order and then after each one say that I thought they were cool. So I'm sorry, everyone. That's all right. We can always re-record something next week. That's maybe. very true. I think maybe a lot of. Other stuff. I'm Let's just do some spoilers. Okay, um, but if I may, yeah, I don't think this is a spoiler because it didn't. It doesn't happen. Uh, it doesn't happen. Well, Gore doesn't kill anybody on screen. He kills like he supposedly killed like a thousand guys. He kills like a guy up top. Oh yeah, <laughs> but then the rest, like the rest of it's just like, oh my god, we're getting all these distress calls. Look at all these dots. Look at all the gods he's killed. Show me any of them. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. See some interesting gods. Interesting gods, yeah. yeah. That's fair enough. Nice. Yeah. An extra 10 minutes of god killing is what Please. you're saying. Please. I mean, again, this was the shortest one. Yeah. Maybe it's not the shortest one. Well, it's one, one of the shorter ones that we've had. Also, uh, that's good. Yeah. Well. <laughs> shorter is okay. Mm. Anyways, uh, before we do spoilers, we say best movie ever, worst movie yeah. ever. Obviously, you're going to say. I'm going to say worst movie ever. And obviously, I'm going to say the, op- the opposite. I thought it was best movie ever. Wow, yeah. the best movie ever, James. It was the best movie ever. And wow. you think it's, and this is the worst movie ever. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Cool. Let's quickly talk about a couple of the new elements introduced, okay. Mason, including, uh, well, this is an older element. Sif is back mm-hmm. briefly. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen more of Sif. Is she going to get the destroyer arm because she has one arm at the end? Yeah. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Or somebody should get that yeah. arm. Somebody should get that bloody arm, Mason. Sif, you're in such a battle. Yeah. We didn't see it, but you were in it. She Your was. arm's come off. <laughs> yeah. From the battle. Yes. Oh, there's a little Heimdall. Did you see? What, his son? Yeah, he's yep. in it. I know. I didn't know he had a son. <laughs> yep. He's new for this. The son, the action, he's one of those child soldiers. That's right. Yeah. Uh, with the action sequence I was talking about that I liked, and I guess it's not so much the action, but it's more the concept of Thor, like, temporarily giving his powers out to all the Asgardian Like at the end of Buffy. Children, like, by, maybe. And then, um, that's not a show. I've never, no one's seen it. Uh-huh. But, um... <laughs> And they all have then they got their own little weapons that they use and they they do a big battle. I thought maybe, that was really maybe, fun. Maybe maybe um maybe Gore could have opened up the Shadow Realm and all the children that have been sacrificed by the gods could have come out and fought those children. That would have been sick, man. Would have been sick. Or just like spiders or whatever. Yes, more spiders. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Just some whatevers. Just some sludge. Yeah. Just could have blasted some sludge. No, I thought that was a, I thought that was really cool. And I think that final moment, like leading like with Jane Foster and you know with teaming up with Thor to to take out you know Gore was good. And and also the the <laughs> though the moment where they're having a little discussion uh-huh. and Gore, who's been completely stripped of his powers, managed to slowly crawl his way into eternity. Yeah, like they could have got oh. him, but they did. They just let okay, him crawl. Okay, so eternity's there. it's the volume, yes. Well, yes, it is the volume. So so eternity exists at the center of the universe, or something. And if you fo- if you go to eternity, you can wish for something, and they'll and it'll happen because eternity's there. So because eternity's there, so your options are. I can't believe they put eternity in this. You think it's a waste of eternity? I just can't believe they did it because oh. it's so bizarre. It is bizarre. <laughs> so your two options are you could wish for every god in the universe to die yep. or you could wish for one little girl to come back to life. Yep. Nothing, nothing else? I would do that. Couldn't wish for your wife to come back to life who doesn't exist in this movie for some reason? Nah. 
Wow. All right, Maybe great. she sucks. Couldn't couldn't wish for your daughter and yourself to come back to life? No, one wish, Mason. Oh. <laughs> it's all the one sentence, though. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure the specifics of how it and works. And I'll tell you for why they don't do that, James. I think he couldn't wish himself back because... Why not? Because he's corrupted by the thing and the whatever. Well, his, here's a, so here's the thing. So in the I don't want to compare this too much to the comic books because it cannot possibly... And they're also... Very, very different. They're, there's some, yeah. there's some core or gore ideas, if you will, Ooh. which are carried over, but they are very different. Yeah. So in the comic books, his wife and his child die. Yeah. But in this, his wife doesn't exist. But did at some point, presumably. I, she might be mentioned, but we don't mm. see her. But that only the reason clear. I feel clearly is that they at the end of the movie they wanted Thor to have a daughter. Yeah. A daughter. Mm-hmm. Um. So they just wrote out the wife. But that's weird because she's never even mentioned. Like, yeah. I don't understand how he wouldn't go, oh, I wish for my wife to come back to life and, mm. and look after the daughter or whatever if, if he couldn't come back to life. Yeah, okay. So it's right. like, well, they clearly just. Yeah, I mean, he could have wished. Weird they chopped why didn't he wish for a second wish? Then he would have had two wishes. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if he wished for a second wish, he'd only have one wish because he used his first wish yeah. to, to wish for a second mm. wish. But, yeah. No, perhaps, perhaps, I mean, when you open it up to you have a wish. Yeah, like it, could be any, it could be anything. And yeah. then you've got infinite post scenarios of why didn't he do this, why didn't he do that. But, I mean, that's the thing. Like, if if, if it's if the, if one element of it is I could kill a million, I don't know how many gods there are in the Marvel Universe, but like a, a thousand, ten thousand, a million, I yeah. don't know. But, it, but there's not enough power to bring back two people to maybe life. He, like, maybe she died under a circumstance where, like, for whatever reason. Like a big rock. Like a big, a big rock, rock or, like, she didn't want to come back. Maybe she died of natural causes or I don't know. Well, then we should have put her in the opening sequence. Maybe, and then we'd yeah. know. But you can't put it in, in the opening sequence when you get to the end of the movie because yeah. the movie's it's already part it's already happened. Oh no, <laughs> you're right, and they film them in order. Yeah. So, anyways, that's Chris Hemsworth's daughter as well. That's why <laughs> it happened. Yeah, no, I, I learned that afterwards. Um, but the okay, so the opening sequence where where Gore and he goes like it it starts out nice, and I even think the idea of like this surreal. You know, he he goes into this kind of surreal oasis because that's a like that's an interesting. You know, you always see people in, you know, they're, they're dying of thirst in the desert and they see an oasis and it's not real. But in this case it is real. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, but then he goes in there and, like, his God is, like, like cartoonishly indifferent to why, to mm. whether this guy is going to live or die or whatever. But then he's just, like, that, like the, 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 the whole sequence, is, it, it just sort of devolves into, like, Oh yes, well I uh, I'm your god and I hate you and I'm glad everyone you love is dead and I don't care if you die. Uh, what's that? Oh, it's a sword. It's actually a sword that can kill gods and it, uh, it if you if you're near it it makes you want to kill gods and gosh, it would certainly kill me and I boy, I, I really it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it has to be under two hours, so you got to. That's true, <laughs> but it's just like, oh, and if, if you, boy, if I mean, I, I if do, anybody, I, if anybody who hated me was in possession of the sword, it could certainly kill me. Oh, you've got the sword now, and you're killing me with it. But I think also you put that down to like the pettiness of that guy. Oh. Well, he's petty. He's vain. He doesn't think he's in any danger. He's also not near the sword when he grabs him with the sword. It's a like, magic yeah, sword. Yeah, exactly. I know that. Mm. But also, every every weapon in this movie, but, you can just grab yeah, it from but, from it. Yeah, it comes yeah, to you yeah. like a dog. But it's, but also I guess in that scenario, like the idea of a lot of the gods in this are that they're they're morons, and like when the you know a lot of the ancient gods, mm. you know, in their in their mythology, like all the Greek gods and Roman or whatever, they're all petty and they're infighting oh. and they're all inbred and they're stupid, mm. and I think that's a reflection of 
a lot of the decisions made in this. I think you've thought about this more than the filmmakers. I think thought you've it. thought about oh, it. I've definitely. I think we more both. Than the I think collectively <laughs> we've both thought about it more than the filmmakers. Honestly, yeah. Why'd the hammer call for Jane? Because he, they asked the, he asked her to look after her. Did he? Yeah. There's a moment in a oh. flashback where he's like, "Hey, uh, I love Jane. You should look after her." And mm. then it did. Is that why she's worthy? Probably oh. one of the reasons, or it's just because they hang, the, is it just because they hung out on the couch a bit. It's probably a, a bit of everything. Like we don't really know how it works. I think it works for people when also when it needs to work. Did it know that it was killing her? Well, that's see, that's interesting mm. because I don't know. <laughs> how much does it know? Yeah. You know, like if it was to, if it was, then I th- this is a criticism I wanted to bring up. If it was, if he told it to look after Jane, mm. then it didn't do that. Yes. It did the opposite yeah, of. Yeah, it poisoned her. But maybe it's it thought... like if you asked your dog to look after somebody and it poisoned <laughs> it, them. So maybe. Put arsenic in its tea. Yeah, but maybe it doesn't know that. It doesn't know what chemotherapy well, is. Well, see, that's the thing because we don't, like it's so, this is the first time these weapons have been sentient, it seems. Yeah. But also it's like, okay, so Stormbreaker is uh, is is jealous of Jane or Mjolnir or something yeah. and can operate on its own and, like, sneak around corners and give devilish looks or whatever. Yeah. But then as soon as Gore gets it, it's just like, all right, I guess I'm just a bat. Yeah, again. I think maybe some of that was just, you know, he was calling it and it was like, oh, was that me? Like, mm, I don't yeah, right, necessarily right. think it was like, I don't think it's got full-on sentience. I think it's, like, jealous as much as, like, I don't know. A rat can be jealous. <laughs> okay. It's got the brain of a rat. Oh, no. But I don't know. And if you explain this, mm. it ruins everything. So it's better to not explain it. Because then, like, why doesn't it just fly around the universe just killing bad guys all the time by itself? Isn't that a great question? Well, yeah, because it's not that sentient. It's the sentient as a rat. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, so if we're going with the rat sentience rule. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, I also thought that, you know, I, I, I liked the relationship that developed between Jane and Thor. Mm-hmm. I liked the reasons that they broke up, uh-huh. that they both, were, you know, had their own things going on and Thor was afraid to get close to anybody, which he would be because he's been around for, like, thousands of years and he's seen multiple people die, mm. et cetera, and so forth. And when, he, you know, he finally comes to realise that this is something, you know, that he that he wants and it's worth either having briefly than not at all. That's true. And her death probably would have been even more compelling if we didn't just see her at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where yeah. she was just like, hello, I'll, we, I will be back down the line. That's right, yeah. Because, you know, we also see, of course, Heimdall's there. Presumably there's just a door, you, magic door you can find to get in or out of that place. Nobody else, though, just uh I, don't, I mean, you do a warrior's people. death and so on. There's yeah. probably a bunch of people there. Odin's, oh, did Odin have a warrior's death? No. Or he just turned into big stardust. He, he turned into well, stardust they had the like same, a coward. Well, but then again, Jane and Odin had the same death. They oh. both had the stardust. That's true. Death. Mm. You know? Okay, well, that, that means. Thor, uh, Thor should have said, while you're wishing your daughter back, say, and Jane Foster not have cancer, please. No, I can only do the one wish, as we've previously established. <laughs> no, no, he says, and. It's run on. Oh, okay, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Where's that wife? She's dead under like, a rock. I don't like it. Don't <laughs> She's like under it. a rock, Mason. It doesn't work if she has a, if she has a wife, Mason. Mm. If has Do you a remember wife. that scene? Maybe they produce asexually. Maybe maybe they. Well, then explain. Well, so so okay, all right. So <laughs> I, like everybody in. How about he might have a family and a wife. How about they might this? Have said it. How about this? How about every every alien race in the universe mates like Korg's race except humans? <laughs> so everybody just holds hands and then they've got a yeah yeah they've yeah, got yeah. a child or whatever. Yeah, cool. So remember the scene where. They're like, hey, why don't we, uh, why don't we use uh, Stormbreaker to go there? And they're like, well, Stormbreaker, you can't rely on Stormbreaker. It's it's inaccurate and it's unreliable. Yeah. Is it? 
No, it's not at no. all. We've seen it be. It's it's 100% accurate. It's 100% accurate all the time, and it's also 100% accurate later in the movie multiple times, including when it's being used by someone who's never used it before. <laughs> yeah. But what but they but what happened is they needed they needed to put them on the boat, and they also needed uh multiple ways of getting places. Yeah. So, I mean, they could they could have said something like, "Let's just let's do this <laughs> regularly." <laughs> yes, they could have said that. <laughs> Yeah, it did Wouldn't say, it be better to be on a boat? I think it would have been maybe they could have said like something's going on in the universe and Storm Breaker is fluctuating wildly mm. or something like that because, yeah. because it is the key to the centre of the universe and it's throwing off its whatever. That's perfect. Yeah, but then maybe they didn't improv that on the day. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> like this feels like there should have been a second draft or a second take. Yeah. A lot of these scenes. It's just like, give me. Do you want to talk about some stuff that was cut? Not yes. to stop any of this conversation. No, no, I, I think I'm just happened. about done. Okay, cool. Uh, so um, we will get back to the post credits as well because there's a pretty significant one that we will talk about. So Peter Dinklage, Lena Headey, and Jeff Goldblum were in this. Ooh. So Peter Dinklage is uh, not Etrigan. What's his name? He's the, he's the big dwarf guy. Yeah, yeah, and he, he forged the stuff. Forged with whatever. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, obviously, uh, was cameoed in previous movies. Uh, Lena Headey, I don't know. But the only reason that came out is because her management was suing her for something and it was revealed that she had a role in this that was then cut. Yeah, right, right. Presumably a god or something or maybe yeah, Gore's right. wife. I don't know. Uh, that would be nice to know what happened to his wife. Yeah, she was under a rock, Mason, or that he produces asexually. Rock, yeah. You know? Uh, there's a moment. I just don't understand why he'd be like, yeah, no, actually the guy – who I've been trying to kill and he's been trying to kill me. I think you should take my daughter. But I guess he realizes that Thor is a is a good person. And he realizes that the daughter is Chris Hemsworth's daughter. Yeah, he knew that. Yeah, he knew that. Because he knew yeah. they knew them like he probably met her before the scene was shot. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> before they improved the scene. Yeah. Uh there was gonna be a couple of things from Gore that was removed. You know, he's got some scarring on him mm-hmm. where he was gonna like cut off his tattoos. And oh. they filmed that, but they're like, this is a bit much. There was also a primal scream that Bale wanted to put in which he likened to something from an uh, Aphex Twin music video. Ooh. But it was too intense, so they took it out. And speaking of, remember they, were say, they said in 2019 when they revealed this movie, Tessa Thompson said, as new king, Valkyrie has to find her queen, so that's the first order of business. Oh, she kissed that lady on the hand. Briefly. Do you think that was the, the queen? No. Oh. I don't know. So Tessa Thompson 2022, though, said, we've had a lot of conversations about it. I think there's a lot of folks that are righteously very hungry for that representation to exist in these movies, as am I. But I also think uh, it's important not to hang the character's hat solely on her sexual identity just because she's a queer character. I think that's one way of um, uh, minimizing her humanity, actually. It's uh, it's the only facet that you get to explore her in. Um, I don't know. I think it would have been interesting to see her find somebody to rule with, though. Yeah. Because her arc was... I'm just gonna stop. Like yeah, I did, uh-huh. I did some stuff, yeah, yeah. and I got stabbed. And yeah, I'm, yeah. I and prefer I'm, to just do admin. Actually, yeah, because she's kind of like I, I like being king, but the admin sucks. Mm. Uh, let's do an adventure. Okay, now I'm gonna leave it here, and you guys mm. finish the little adventure. We've done the calculation. There's not enough. There's actually not enough transport devices to get us all back and forth. <laughs> We've done the. You maybe so one of us is the boat, and one of us is the farmer, and one of us is the chicken, and one of us is the sheep. <laughs> and if, if if we're all in the boat, one's a fox. I yeah, think. one's a fox is going to eat the sheep. It's so, grain, yeah, chicken, fox. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. so you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, and this would be Pegasus, Pegasus, Thunderbolt. Yeah, horse, horse and hammer. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. All yeah. the monopoly pieces. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I also, at the same time, it's not a Valkyrie story. No, that's really, true, yeah. is it? So, mm. you know, I don't oh, know. Valkyrie spinoff. Yeah, maybe. Did you see there was a there was some sort of Q&A and it was Taika Waititi and 
Tessa Thompson and I was think, it scenes on a something notes maybe on the scene? it was no and it was it was at a con I think and it was other oh, very gay Natalie thing? Portman yeah and and somebody said how gay is the movie and it got thrown to Natalie Portman she's like so gay <laughs> and it's like that you sh- I, I it's not but also you shouldn't have put somebody on the spot like that yeah it's like, what are you gonna say not very gay a regular amount of gay I guess <laughs> I don't know I mean it's probably the most gay MCU movie what about Eternals. Oh, yeah, that's gay. That's some yeah. gay stuff, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's as gay as Disney is willing to go in that's any true, of this. That's true, yeah. Yeah. You know? Regular amount. We can cut most of it out for foreign markets. Show me a passionate kiss. Mm-hmm. Show me a passionate kiss, Mason. Do it right now. Practice on your hand. <laughs> I can practice on this. <laughs> He's got a Morbius calendar. I have a Morbius calendar here, yeah. That's for another thing we're doing. Yeah. Uh, so there was also, the last bit I've got here, there was a dance scene to an ABBA song, but it, this is Chris Hemsworth, but it didn't make it into the uh, for a movie for a few reasons. It was a full-on dance scene. It was full of, uh, it was full of dance-off, shooting lightning out of his fingertips and so on. They also cut a dance scene out of his Ghostbusters movie in 2016. They did, didn't they? It was going to be like 40 minutes long. If you recall. Now let's talk about the second post-credits, all the first post-credits. So speaking of gods in this universe, mm-hmm. yep. uh, Russell Rock. Uh, Russell oh, yeah, number Crow, one god. Uh, we think that he's dead, uh-huh. but he just got lightning through the chest Yeah, yeah. because um, he was being racist. Because Well, then, then he, can, he can live to sacrifice kids another day. Exactly. So he should be dead. Yeah, they I, all agree. Should be dead. I agree. I agree. The next movie isn't Thor cleaning up all the well, evil he does, gods. They do kill a lot of. I think they're foot soldiers. That they yeah, he kill. kills a lot of foot soldiers. Yeah, yeah. golden blooded foot soldiers. Yeah. Also, why doesn't Gore kill all the Asgardian kids once he's got Thor on the way? Because he's not a god. He's not a child. Yeah, killer. but they're all going to be gods, aren't they? No, they're not all gods. They Asgardian, will be gods. No, no, they're not. Like, there's only a few Asgardians. Like, they're all super strong. Mm, you know, sounds like godly to and me. durable, but they're not. Gods in the way that Thor or Loki or the the royalty are because of magic. I don't fucking know. Because <laughs> of technology but that is indistinguishable but, from but, magic. But Mason. wouldn't Heimdall's son become a god because he's got Heimdall's Maybe, powers? Maybe yeah. But yeah. is God is Heimdall a god? Yeah, I think so. He's a god. Is in this? Yeah. I saw him get stabbed. Yeah, but you can stab Thor. Yeah, also. and Loki they all yeah, get, stabbed. get stabbed. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't I mean, definition of but gods. But here's the thing. I think, like, if you'd given me a scene where he's like, I could kill you, but I'm not going to kill you because I love kids because I love my daughter and you remind me of my daughter, that would be nice. Yeah. But, like, as far as he's concerned, they're just the kill- children of gods and you should have killed them. I think you went into this movie wanting to hate it, Mason. I did. That's true. I'm the biggest DC fanboy. I only love DC. I hate Marvel. Anyways, Hercules is in this at the oh, end. Oh, yeah. It's um, Brett Goldstein. That's right. He says, hello, I'm from Ted Lasso. I'm famous and now I'm in a Marvel I'm movie. I'm the guy you thought was CG. <laughs> and uh, here I am. I'm real. That's right. Yeah. Taika Waititi spoke to Uprox about this cameo. He says, I don't know uh, if that's uh, to do with Thor or if it's to do with how they would have how that will develop because obviously Hercules, there's a character from the books as well. And so, yeah, this will be interesting to see because Kevin, he's obviously the mastermind of all these threads and how they'll tie up and how they meet, mix and match. So I'm curious to find out myself. So I think this was added potentially as just to add a Hercules to the universe, not necessarily as a Thor 5 situation. I mean, if they both stick around in the universe, they will meet and be like, you threw a lightning bolt on my father and so on. I'm doing my my character from Ted Lasso and Mm. and so on. Uh, good casting, I think, as well. Um, but I don't. What I'm saying is, I don't think this is necessarily going to be a Thor five. Yeah, right, right, right. Situation. Interest. Do you think? Do you think uh, this guy could carry a movie by by himself? I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I also think they CGI'd him up a little, bigger, bigger. Right, right. Yeah, right, because right. I'm I'm thinking about how big that guy is normally, uh-huh. and when this movie was shot. But then again, when a cameo shot, who knows? That's true. And so. 
They could have just done the, the. He's like a lean soccer dude normally. Yeah, yeah. they could have just done the free guy and post uh, pasted his face on a totally. big muscle man. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, but it, I mean, you you like an introduction of a you like seeing a thing and yeah, you're like, I love seeing. I the recognize thi- things. That's the guy. From I the see thing. things and I know things. Yes. That's what you say. That's what I love. Uh, was that a was that something that you like? Interesting. Yeah. Sure. Did his club. He did have his famous Herculean club. That's right. Also, I bet DC are kicking themselves because they're all about like Aries and yeah. Um, well, and that. well, Shazam is going to be or Black Adam's all going to be like yeah, yeah. gods and whatever and whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're like, damn it, they got Hercules first. Mm. Mm. That's all right. You got Aquaman. That's true. And they've got Namor, so you know mm. we'll see what happens. Yeah. Got mm. some reviews here from people who've written in. Oh, and like me and you, Mason. Yes, they are wildly. Uh, there's a there's a division here. Oh, it's from Peeping Tom. Uh, he says, spoiler-free review of Thor and Thor, uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Christian Bale is great. Uh, turns out Natalie Portman can act if she wants to. And, uh, and excellent music. So there you go. Uh, hashtag Thor Love Let and Thunder. Let me tell you about, about the music, James. Yeah. Good songs. But I feel like if the scenes were cooler, it'd be, I'd be like, oh, this is a rockin' good time. Yeah. But otherwise it's just like you're trying to fix this with, with Guns N' Roses. Know what I mean? Am I trying to fix it? Are you it? trying to fix it with that's why I was playing it on my phone during the movie. Yeah, yeah. that's what I figured. You put those headphones on me. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Jara Kett says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod, just saw Thor, Love and Thunder. Love the emotions towards the end. The first uh, uh, half felt mostly trivial, apart from the precious little gore we got. Liked Jane finally getting her due. Best bit, Conlo Fruta rejoins the MCU. I'd say that's probably the tweet that we got that's like most in line with where I'm at. It's from C Ray who says, Thor 4. Thor 4 was fun to watch, but I felt but felt like something was missing. The magic wasn't working for me during the serious and heartfelt scenes. I didn't feel invested in this one. Worst movie ever. Best pod ever, though. Ooh, Thank you so much. Not this, bad. This is from Vinton who says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Spoilers for Thor. I love Taika Waititi, but too many jokes. Man, and honestly, Korg should have died. I agree. Because <laughs> too many funny people are together make for too many cuts to jokes. I think there's probably some truth in that as well. Yeah, I don't if know everybody's what the... like the funny one. You well, know? I mean, we've talked about this before. Like, we, you know, when we talked about the various Ghostbusters movies, or really anything, like, you know, in the Ghostbusters movie, Egon is funny not because he's doing jokes, yeah. because he's so serious. Yeah. Contrast with the other. Or like, you know, Captain America and Age of Ultron, which is not, you know, not the greatest one, but, you know, he's like language. And it's incredibly funny. As it's a movie. incredibly funny stuff, but I like <laughs> it, you know, because he's just the, yes. you know, he's, a, he's the man out of time and he hasn't caught, quite caught up to the fact that nobody cares about swearing anymore, yeah. whatever it is. But like, you know, James, we have a lot of fun when you ask me to guess the movie based on the scathing review. It's but true. But if you really wanted to stump me, you might want to do guess who said any one of these jokes in Thor Love and Thunder, because I'd be like, I don't. Thor, I don't know. Do you want me to do that? No. <laughs> It'd be zero out of 100, I think. Yeah. Because they're all, they all sound well, like, and that's a, that's a criticism of the MCU that I think is generally not valid, which is, oh, they're all, everybody's quipping. See, I, I think sometimes that is valid. Mm. And I think, you know, like, for example, in Doctor Strange, there's a few moments where he's like, the Illuminati, mm. and it's like, you don't do say, jokes. Yeah. Don't you're do not, jokes. And yeah, yeah. You're not a jokes guy. You don't have to be a jokes yeah. guy. You don't have to be Paul Rudd. Mm. Paul Rudd is Paul Rudd. You do a, you do a different thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I saw an interesting thing of like, you know, kind of where is this going? Who's leading the Avengers? Who's uh-huh. like, because you knew that like Tony Stark and um, Captain America uh-huh. were the, like the, the core, mm. if you will, of the, uni- of the universe. Yes. What what is it now? Oh, I think Doctor Strange is taking the arrogant Tony that, Stark role. I think role. that's what they're saying, but is yeah, that yeah. what's happening though? What do you mean, like? Like, do you feel that like that, that that's a solid enough foundation to put? Like, just say, just say, uh, Doctor Strange in five years' time sacrifices himself or whatever. Are uh-huh. you going to care in the same way that you did when Tony Stark did it? 
Yes, I think so. Mm. Based, I mean, if if we get it, is what are we up to? Avengers five? Yeah, probably. I think. Yeah, no, I think if we put him in that, and if we we assemble a new team in Avengers five, yeah. Ah, uh, I think. Yeah, I think so. Mm. And he's got like you know, the the power set is you know it's magic as opposed to technology. It's it's in a lot of ways it's kind of the same. Yeah, you know they can both like oh there's a bunch of guys and I'll shoot out a bunch of stuff. And I'll get them all. I'll get them you know, all. I'll get them all. I'll do one, one guy's big... got a one guy's got a targeting thing, and the other guy's got a wavy hand thing. Yep. But it's essentially the same thing. And they both know? have weird little beards. They have weird little beards. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Kind of mm. where all of this goes, and we'll find out. Obviously, at Comic Con yeah, a few weeks, yeah, we're, yeah. We're apparently we're going to get a better idea of the direction it, it's going. Yeah. Uh, I also just just to wrap it up, I liked when Natalie Portman whispered her little like uh, she found her catchphrase and she whispered it at the end because I think like you couldn't nail that. There was nothing she would have said there would have been like, that's amazing. Oh, I was going to say that earlier. Like I kind of, I, if I related to any of the jokes in this, it was that Natalie Portman thing where she couldn't, she was like, I don't have a catchphrase because all that they were kind of mm. poor quality jokes. Because I'm like, because she's, this is her first time. Yeah. But at the same time, they could have been better. Yeah. Like there could have been a, there, like if, like, hypothetically, I mean, it could go anyway, but, like, hypothetically, if she was so excited to do catchphrases and all of her catchphrases are like horrible sexual innuendos and she didn't know because she was just so mm. excited to do a catchphrase, I feel that would be a funny joke. Okay, sure. Or something yeah. like that. But the fact that you're just like, I'm going to throw a hammer. You know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I think the only re- – I and mean, then the payoff for that being that, you know, the end bit where she dies in that, that moment, that uh-huh. tender little moment, Mason, mm. that for me was what made that whole thing pay off. I mean, the rest of that I didn't particularly like, but that uh-huh. end part I, I did uh-huh. like. So maybe I maybe I just like the payoff and not the rest of it, I guess. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Would probably be a better way yeah, to put yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. I thought it was pretty good. No, I thought it was and pretty also, bad. And also the Thor movies are, uh, are mostly okay. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, this has given me a new f- – look, I, again, we've, we've uh, talked about the first two Thor movies yep. uh, on Caravan of Garbage recently, and I still like those two, and I really like the last one. So mm. this was the last one. Oh, no. No, I know. <laughs> I take it all back. I liked Ragnarok. I, I know that's a good mean, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know what happened here. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like and look too I, much free reign, maybe because it seems as well. He didn't write the Taika Waititi didn't write the last one. But he wrote this one. I don't know. Okay. I don't think it's the. Um, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I think also people might be fed up with Taika Waititi, as I've noticed on Twitter. People are like he's stop with your silliness. Oh yeah, right, right. Yeah. So I don't know. So maybe he's going to lose the Star Wars movie now. I I mean. <laughs> Who knows in the like the the matrix of things that make you lose a Star Wars movie? Yeah, is it Rotten Tomatoes? Is it box office? Is yeah. it whatever? That's but, right. Uh, I mean, it, I like it... I like all of his movies and him. Unless yeah. he gets cancelled for something, in which case I'm with everybody. I'm with the general consensus. That's exactly always. right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Look, ultimately, look a comedy, a full on comedy would have worked for me if if there was an acknowledgement that it was still part of this wider universe. And you've got to follow the rules of the wider universe is okay. all I'm saying. Okay. And also it wasn't that funny. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't think it was that funny either. I thought it was but fun. And it was very flat. Like visually. Not even – it was flat visually, but like I said, I think I mentioned it. it, it to me, it, I'll stop saying bad things about this movie eventually. But I feel – because I, I feel I haven't got it across why I disliked it and how intensely I disliked it. But I feel like it was just sort of – it just felt like people standing in a room yep. over and over and over again. Star Wars prequel vibes. Yes. 
Natalie Portman. Oh, curse. no. Yeah. She's done it she again. She did it. It's her fault. Yeah. Ooh. Anyways, if you could uh, leave your comments uh, wherever you're listening to this on how one or potentially both of us has completely missed the mark on this Absolutely. one this time. Normally I agree with James or Mason. <laughs> yeah, let me write it for you. Normally I agree with insert host here, but they're way off the mark this time. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's move to the next segment of the show, Mason. Mm. Oh, but of the movie, uh, I saw it and I thought it was cool. <laughs> So just <laughs> in case anybody's that should cover it, right? Yeah, that's all good. Act one, act one, I thought was cool. Yep. Act two, I thought was cool. Act three, I thought was cool. So equally cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all equally right. cool. Is it time to move to the next segment of the yes, show? Yes. It's what we reading. That's right. What are we gonna read? Hey Mason, because I'm an idiot. Go on. We actually have to talk about the boys. No argument there. I, I realize. <laughs> I real. Yeah, thank you. I realize that uh, we're not doing what we're reading. Oh my we're, goodness. We're going to do the boys. Uh, you, you're very far from your microphone. Oh sorry. Like shockingly far. <laughs> it's embarrassing. It's because I was shouting all my opinions, my bad opinions about Thor: Love and Thunder. It's true. It's true. But now I'm going to whisper my good opinions about the boys. Why don't you whisper some good opinions? Uh, now we already get James about love, the boys. love the boys. Yeah, you liked it, didn't you? Mm-hmm. What did you think about? Let's just do all spoilers. Okay, great. It's all out mm-hmm. uh, if you're so inclined to to watch it. Yeah. This season on the whole, was it bloody enough? Did it take <laughs> you places that you didn't think you could go? Do you I mean, not physically because yeah, you yeah, yeah, watched yeah. it in a Look, overall, house. it's interesting. I Like when I think about it, it feels like the least bloody season. But maybe it is because obviously. Maybe we're the, used to it. Yeah. I mean, they were, but then. God then was I, dragged along the road. Then there I was th- an orgy massacre. There was an orgy massacre. Yeah, I forgot about the orgy massacre. The guy massacre. at the, the very first scene of the explosion out of the man. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it got less gory as it went. But then or again, there it, was eye gouging. Or is it because when we were first watching The Boys, like season one, season two, it was easier to shock us? Because you don't really see that kind of thing in a. Yeah, in a mainstream in a, kind of. Uh, Mainstream, kind of really anything, I guess. That's true. Yeah, you, know, you don't see this kind of blood and gore, but Look, I mean, it was bloody enough. Yeah. Also, that's not what makes this show compelling. No, that's true. Yeah. You know, it's just like an an added thing that they do in yeah, it all yeah, the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of the big components of this season, though, Mason, it was temporary V. Mm. Now in the comic, it's a pill that you take and then you're fine. Yes. Whereas this, uh-huh. it slowly melts your brain away and then yeah. you explode or die or whatever. We don't really know. That feels uh, narratively, I think, probably more satisfying to me. At the same time, I yes. do also feel like the way that it wrapped up with that, it was Butcher's going to die. Yes. He's not. Or if he does, it won't be until he completes a thing. Uh-huh. And Huey, like, a, like a Rubik's Cube? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh, sure. It will kill Homelander, really. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> or be on the way to killing Homelander. And Huey's just like, because he didn't take it the one extra time, he's just fine forever. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's uh, just I mean, uh, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, you're dead. Yeah. Mm. I think... Uh, I mean, maybe that'll come back where they're like, actually, Huey, that was a, you've already ruined your brain by doing that. Mm. But it also. You did, probably also ruined your brain with all that rock music you consume, as far as I'm concerned. I agree. And Simon Peggy's father would also agree with that. Mm-hmm. But it didn't also feel like that they were getting sicker as they went. Like they had hangovers and they vomited or whatever. Yes. But it didn't feel like there was actually like a physical consequence until it was like, oh, Butcher, you're dying. Your brain is goo. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I don't think necessarily that. They kind of put a bow on that in the in the in the most yeah, and I mean you know yeah. it's also entirely possible that you know in the next season if they need a big action finish it it could certainly be the case that somebody figures out a way to make a stable yeah. temporary V and then they just all right let's go now well, Huey it. has to use the last one and he yeah and makes a big sacrifice yes, or whatever yes, yes. Mm-hmm. speaking of uh, I mean I'm jumping around but, but I was going to say I, oh, I feel sorry. I feel narratively it's more satisfying than the, just the boys they're super powered as well agree completely agree I think this is better than the comic oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah not that I the comic the the comic I feel maybe 
goes up and down. You know, Garth yeah. Ennis, who created it, uh, the who who wrote it. Uh, you know, he has he definitely has a love hate relationship with superheroes that leans way more heavily towards hate. I think, and that you know, I I, I think there was certain there's certainly been some stellar episode, certainly been some stellar issues of the series, yeah. but I think also a lot of it was kind of horrifying for the sake of being horrifying. Yes, yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. Uh, so an element of this, which again I'm jumping around, that I liked was the Huey and Starlight situation that developed. We talked about how like. He was kind of the jealous boyfriend, which didn't really make any sense, I feel like, for him or their relationship. Uh-huh, sure, sure. But I, I did like at the end where he kind of had the choice of where, oh, I can take this temporary V, I can jump and grab Starlight, save her, but then I'll die. Yes. Or I'll, you know, I'll think sure, and I'll yeah, realise yeah. in a situation mm-hmm. that, you know, you know he, he's, he's, he's grown in the relationship because he, he's embarrassed or he was embarrassed that she is stronger than him and always yes. saving him. But he took that opportunity to then put the trust in her and give her the ability to, you know, to, you know, do a big, do <laughs> to a big not die light. immediately. Yeah, to do a big light. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I thought that was uh, that was great, mm. you know. And uh, I know a little bit more about her powers because I, I didn't really know what they were prior to this. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure it was explained, but I'm like, oh, more electricity. Got it. Cool. Got yeah. it. Yeah, or great. light, more light. Well, I think it's just electric. I mean, and a little light, bit of flying. Maybe it is. Yeah, pretty good. It's hard to say. Do you uh, think maybe in the final season they'll all combine piggyback style? Okay. Maybe Starlight can fly Butcher around on her back and he can shoot lasers out That'll of his be eyes. Fun. That'd be really That's fun. the only way to take down Homelander, I think. I think it's also good that they eliminated the fact that Butcher can use the V again. Or have they? No, I think it, maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe he could do one, but he'd die immediately. Yeah. But he can't just use it every week. That's true, yes. Which, again, is like a thing in the comic. You just mm-hmm. get you can get a bottle of those and just go for your life. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it's ruled out that any of these characters can just take V and then develop those powers permanently? Because we saw, like, Kamiko, for example, mm-hmm. she lost her powers yes. from Soldier Boy, mm-hmm. who we'll talk about, and then she gets them back because she gets the V. Yes. If you gave it to like Huey or Butcher, does he? Do they get the powers that they had on the temporary? Stuff? No, I think they die. Okay. I think I think the 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 difference being is that the the, the blue V, yeah, the, the real original V, would can only give you back your powers if you receive them in childhood. I think. And isn't it also when you when you're given them at childhood, it could kill you, it could yes. deform you, mm-hmm. it could really, it could you know, it, you could end up being. Great superhero. Mm, like regular drugs. Like they regu- can kill you. They can deform you. They can make you super cool. That's right. You don't know until you try so them. You, so you better not mm. is what you're saying, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, another element of this, though, was uh, Black Noir gets some backstory. Now, again, in the comics. <laughs> I thought you were going to say some back injuries, which yes, he certainly also does. That is true. Mm-hmm. Now, in the comic books, he is a clone of Homelander. That's correct. Uh they, I mean, we kind of knew, we saw a bit of his face in the previous season and he's yes. got the nut allergy. So we knew that he probably wasn't a clone of Homelander mm-hmm. and we, we get an actual flashback in this yes. where he's just a different guy who wants to be like an Eddie Murphy style yeah. action oh. star in the 80s. He's got the delirious style suit, doesn't he? <laughs> he certainly <laughs> A little does. bit less colourful, but certainly yeah, that's curves in all the right places, you know? But I, I liked how, and this was confirmed by the, the showrunners, that the idea of those cartoons like being around him all the time mm-hmm. was something that were always there and we only ended up seeing them. Yeah, right. This series, you know, because there's so much about that character that we that we didn't know, like what is he thinking, what is he feeling, why does he do anything, uh-huh. and all of that was. That would be a funny like home video extra. Mm. Like you can go to, maybe you go to earlier seasons and you can flick on the hallucinatory birds yeah. and you can see what he's thinking the whole time. Absolutely. I also thought what was really interesting. That about- one's for free, Amazon. <laughs> 
but give us money. Yeah, give us money if you would. I thought what was interesting though is that they're apparently uh, in universe mm. they're going to recast the character because he's a masked character. Right. The general public doesn't oh, know I him. Oh, I see. Right, right, right. Yeah. So that's what they're going to do. There's there. I mean, he's dead. Yes. And apparently he's not coming back. Okay. But they will just put someone else in that suit. Good idea. Yeah, and it could be someone else we've seen. Like maybe they end up putting the fish guy in or whatever. I don't, I don't know. But that doesn't doesn't <laughs> yeah. really matter, I guess. They could do it in any which way. But I mm. think that's a very kind of corporate decision to make also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. To, it probably tests really well. Yeah, it's like when old sitcoms or even newer sitcoms where they're like, oh, this person – I don't know. They we'll just re, we'll just recast them. Who yep. cares? You know. Sure. Like when Charlie Sheen left Two and a Half Men, when one of the Darrens left I Dream of Jeannie or Bewitched or whatever it was, <laughs> right? Yes. But of course, Homelander and Soldier Boy. Go this on. This is the Soldier Boy, right? Okay. Great inclusion. Yes. Great casting. Mm-hmm. Also, like you kind of like is he is he worse than Homelander? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe not. Is the enemy my enemy, my friend? Yeah. Or is the enemy of my enemy just a guy? Who drinks a lot of booze and he's a, he's a crazy racist murderer, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it did have me like it, it had, this show had me wanting him to be a better person than what he is, right? Because uh-huh. he's you know he's very charismatic and Dean Winchester, yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> Jensen Ackles, he did Supernatural for forty years, and he's like, no, I will step directly back into another TV series, thank you. Yeah, and Matt, like I wanted him to be like. A good guy. I want him yeah. to. I wanted him to like, you know, fight Homelander. And you want to root for him. Well, you've got the you've got yeah. the double. You've got the double of. But he sucks, is what I'm saying. Well, yeah. Well, you've got the double of his. He's charismatic. He's Jensen Ackles. He's very charismatic, and also he's portraying a Captain America esque character. Yeah. So you're like, oh, he'll probably turn good, or he'll he'll learn to live in the modern era. And but no, no, nah. he's, he's awful. Also, he's awful through and through. But also for reasons, you know, it, it gives you. Lots of opportunities in this, and it's the same of Soldier Boy and Homelander to be like these guys are awful, but mm. I, I get it. I loved all the yeah. shift. I loved all the shifting allegiances this season. I mean, we've had them before, but I love the idea yeah. of just this this group. We've got Butcher, we've got Soldier Boy, we've got Homelander. All of them are dangerous in their own ways. They're all like, you know, uh, they're all they're all on a they're all they're all a bunch of coiled springs. And yeah. who knows who's going to go off on whom? Absolutely. And I also like that mother's milk story of you know oh, yeah. he, he was he was looking to get a bigger revenge, mm. but Butcher's revenge trumped his revenge. Yeah, right. And Butcher, in, in his eyes, like it's not even necessarily that he's doing the right thing. He's like, no, my this is my priority. It's I'm going to take this away from you for my mm. purposes, you know, because he also, like most people in the show, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but true. I saw an interesting thing also, uh, I think this is from Eric Kripke, where so Queen Maeve gets a kind of a nice ending where she loses yeah. her powers and an eye and then gets to go off and live as a normal person. For now. Well, no, but they said that, yeah, she'll be back. But they said also that this is a moral universe where if you do the right thing, uh-huh. you you a lot of the time you will be like rewarded for that. Mm. And that's what they were, they were doing here. Uh-huh. Like it does feel often very kind of, Negative, and there's a lot of like narcissism in a lot in all of the characters. Sometimes and, your girlfriend will get cynical. run over in the street. Exactly, but well, we didn't know Just her when she to got. Dust, yeah, we didn't you know, know her though. Dust and gore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, But what I'm saying is, that I think that's that's interesting that it's not maybe as cynical as yeah, right. You okay. necessarily think mm-hmm. all of the time, right? Even though, even though it is, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. But I think she'll be repowered at some point. Yeah, maybe right. It'll all, mm-hmm. all kind of she'll kick, have a cool eye patch again. So a big part of this, though, was also Herogasm. Mm-hmm. 
like they're leading up to it. Uh-huh. And I talked about it briefly on the show, this show that we do. Oh, we're my doing actually, We're actually doing, we're doing it, right it right now. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, and you hadn't seen it. That's correct. Was it as like shocking to you as probably no, not? No, not really. Yeah. No. Do you think that's the desensitized thing or do you think it's another thing? That's a really good question. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's certainly the one of the weirdest things we've seen in any form of superhero media. Probably yes. couldn't put it in a Marvel movie, could you? you probably couldn't put it in a Marvel mm, movie, yeah, I yeah, reckon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially since all the characters are probably owned by Amazon. That know? would be a key component, key of, component uh, yeah. of this. And yeah. also all the sex and, and violence and stuff. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, maybe it is being desensitised. I mean, you know, seen weirder stuff in movies. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't hate it. I wasn't yeah. like, oh, how disappointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as I mentioned, I thought the fight afterwards – was like the was the most kind of surprising element of that yeah. of mm-hmm. that episode, you know. Mm. Um, he's got a son though. Sure does. Yes. Uh, and and now you know they've got an allegiance and Homelanders. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Like training him to basically be a miniature version of him, and it ends with him killing a protester. Yeah, and then I'll tell you what. That, that. The, 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 I, I don't know the actor's name, the, the actor who plays his son. Yeah, but just the the. the we get an incredible facial expression just at the end. Once we see Homelander, just just obliterate that man, and we see all the all the crowd cheer. Mm. You see just a million emotions run through that kid's face, and I thought it was great. Yeah, well really done, good. young man whose name I don't know. Yes, that's right. But just the like, you, you could see him. He's terrified and he's shocked, and then he's like, "But I'm, I look that's every, pretty cool. Everyone would respect me if I also lasered a man." Yeah, you know, it was it was great. So, do you think next season we're going to go? Like Homelander and him teaming up, and mm. then they said they're going to hint at killing the woman who blows up people's heads. Yeah, but that is that everything. Do you think we're going to get? Oh, good question. Soldier Boy's frozen for now. Yep. I don't. Do, do you th- think? Do you think Homelander's popularity is going to continue to rise? I mean, he did just murder that man, but do you think they're going to play it off? No, as... I think people love that kind of stuff. Yeah, they right. love that like vigilante justice, you know. And how are they going to play it though? I don't, I don't think he. I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be like a blip. I think it's going to be. Yeah, right, assaulted right. his son. And, assaulted his son, right? And also you, tried to murder his son. Yeah, probably, and if yeah. you and if you even if they wanted to stop him, they couldn't. Mm, that's so true. So I think there's a lot of things that that guy does mm-hmm. that they just have to, like a normal person couldn't do that. Yeah. And get away with it necessarily, but him, he's famous and he has superpowers and he's rich. Yeah. He's backed by. A multinational yeah. company. They might Photoshop. Was it a rock or a bottle or something? A bottle or can might or Photoshop something. it into a hand grenade yeah. or something. But I think even then, I don't think it matters. Yeah, no, you're right. I think you yeah. know. I think even if it's very clear what happened, it'll be a there, vicious assault on a boy. Yeah, I think mm. we've seen similar things happen like that in real life, and it's like, well, you know, maybe shouldn't have whatever. And yeah, she shouldn't have thrown the thing. But does that justify? Killing a person. Yes, I'm on his side. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, Homelander. Home we see Lander. situations where it's like, well, maybe you shouldn't have resisted or, you know, mm. or maybe you shouldn't have been walking down that street or Whoa, whatever. Makes or, you think. or wearing those particular clothes or be of or a these certain, clothes? Yes, those clothes. Oh, or, my God. Or being a certain race. You mm. know what I mean? Like of this race? Yes, you, Mason. Oh this is God. all about you. Dang. So, and you know, I and – it seems also that people have a lot of people have finally cottoned on that yes, this is a political show. No, <laughs> yeah, the planet. Yeah, yeah, it's very political. It's very political, and we mm. will not stop. We cannot be silenced, and I will not take down those tweets. <laughs> <laughs> Up yours, woke moralists, exactly, etc., etc. God, what a transparent marketing ploy! The thing we're talking about, Mason. The Weekly Planet. Yeah, that's right. This the political show. Anyways. Uh, before next season, though, uh-huh. I think we're getting the spinoff, the another spinoff. Ooh. It's the college years 
Oh, who's in that? The, I don't. Oh, they've cast it, but it's basically like superhero school, but it's college oh, and whatever. Animal House, but with lasers. Yeah, because no, like in Animal House, everyone's awful. Yeah. Presumably. My goodness. Yeah. Is that going to be – so that's going to be new superheroes, not – it's not going to be the current crop, but years ago. No, it's a, okay, it's right. current. I believe it's current day and it's the next Oh, next gen. Okay, yes, well. There you go. All right. Well, well, well. Is that everything, Mason? That's the whole thing. Now, let's not muck around this time. Let's really do the uh, the segment that I said I was going to do. I love segments. Do you know what it's called, though? It's called What We Reading. Yep. What We Going to Read. I'm going to play that theme right about now. Mm. Oh, I muted it. Oh, my goodness. I'm the dumbest man on the internet. No, no, no. That's... Sorry, you're right. Second to you. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm doing the theme. Another Westworldless, what are we reading? Same. Oh, goodness. Oh, I should get to Westworld. People are going to have to get used to it, mostly. Now that we're in the segment, what are we read and what are we going to read, yeah. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to read this week, and that is however many episodes of Westworld are currently the new season is. Two to three, potentially. Two to three, potentially. I did episodes. watch the first one. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it. You, ma- you mentioned, yeah. Uh, Mason. Yes. Uh, Go on. This is the segment where we talk about stuff that we've been watching. Well, we talked about things that we've been watching, obviously. Mm, my goodness. I am about 30 minutes away from finishing the movie Men. Oh yeah, very upsetting. Yeah. Very upsetting. That's the new uh, movie by not that new by that yeah. guy that we like, Alex Garland. Alex Garland, who yeah. did Annihilation, and he did other things. He wrote Ex Sunshine. Machina, he did Ex Machina. Devs, the TV series Devs, yeah, yeah, which yeah, I he's like. Done a bunch of stuff. Uh, and if you is, like upsetting things, he's mm, your man. And this is a movie where all the men are played by one guy, Rory yeah, Kinnear. That's right. Of course, is from the Bond uh, movies. That's right. He's the guy who does a lot of admin, yeah, not man. a lot of secret agent stuff. And the pig thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that also. The, the pink thing, thing yeah, the black mirror. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what do you think? What do you think of it? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't really be like, I love it or hate it either <laughs> okay, way. Right. I mean, again, it's upsetting and it's obviously very well made and there's some striking imagery and so forth, but I reserve judgment until wow. uh, I actually finish the movie, I Goodness. think. But yeah, so far, yeah, no, it's, it's good. Okay, I should get to that. Yeah, you should. Can you wind it back to the start? We'll watch it after this. I don't have a VHS, Mason. Oh, yeah. Sorry, because I brought, I brought so my, I brought my VC, <laughs> I brought my VCR rewinder. It's in the shape of a race car. You want to just slot that in there, and all? Why is it in the back? shape of a race car? I don't know. They were just are the, the wheels like uh, like the tape? No, you just stack it on the top. That sucks. They, it, they existed though, and I bet they still exist. I bet they don't. Quickly Google race car VCR rewinder, and I'll tell you that what I watched uh, in uh, in honor of Mr. James Khan, yeah. the late James Khan. I watched. Uh, maybe I mentioned this on the on the uh, podcast before. But it's a real good – it's absolutely worth a watch. It's a movie from the early 80s called Thief. I need in, to watch Thief. In which I think you plays, have watched this. Yeah. talked about this recently. And it's not – I hate this race car thing. Why did you make me look at it? Because it's real and I knew you'd hate it. Um, <laughs> it was on stand up until quite recently. Oh, I'll, of course. I'll, I'll bring a Blu-ray over. So right he now. died and they took it off. Is that what happened? It's probably, yeah. God yeah. damn it. Out of, dis- out of pure disrespect. But, yeah, James Khan plays uh, like a – he's an ex-con but he's also – He's an ex-con, but he has a bunch of legitimate businesses and he's trying to make it, you know, in the world of legitimate um, business. But also he is a safe cracker and he's really good at it. So occasionally he just kind of does a bit of safe cracking because he kind of he, – he wants out of the world, but he also can't like – sometimes he can't it's resist. Like, this is the thing that I do. This is, this is the thing that I do and like sometimes people ask and he can't say no and that kind of thing. And it's like a – you know, and, he, and he's – you, you wouldn't believe this, but he, he gets he's, – he's messing around with the wrong crowd. Oh, no. Yeah, is he all right? right? Yeah, he's fine. Great. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, good. If you've seen the movie Drive, uh, the, the reason I know about this movie at all is because I watched Drive and, of course, I liked the movie Drive. Yeah. Uh, and people are like, you should watch Thief. 
Thematically, it's very similar. Mm. It's pretty similar. Great. And the font is quite similar also. Get a look at that font. And it says Drive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at a VHS copy of the movie Drive. Terrific. What's happened That's there? the perfect movie mm. to watch on a regular VCR. Yeah, or on a long drive. That's true. Just pull the pull the projector screen in front of your windscreen <laughs> and play it, you know. Fire it up. But get one of those little portable projectors and That's project right. it on your windscreen while you drive. Now, I feel safe bringing this up because we're well out of the news segment. And if uh-huh. you're out of the news segment, you can't add a bit of news later. Oh, uh, no. Officially. You're going you're gonna to veto something? No, no, Mason. You have uh, you didn't put in your one bit of news this yeah, week. Yeah, I knew I didn't. And which I thought, means I get, how many do I need to get a veto back? Three, three or five or something? I got one. Remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I remember at the time, I remember thinking <laughs> when we got to the end, I don't have any bit of news uh, but I'll let you have this one because I'm so confident that you will never get three no bits of news. We'll see. And I'll ne- you'll never be able to veto any of my increasingly worse bits. <laughs> Anyways, I wanted to talk about, because I sent you this week, there's a new RoboCop oh, yeah. gameplay right. trailer for the new RoboCop game. RoboCop. 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 What does that mean? It doesn't matter. Make doesn't the matter. poster. It's too late. It's too late in the show. I can't <laughs> veto it. Oh, my God, you can't. I'll have to think of something. I don't want to veto Rope-Po-Cope or whatever <laughs> it was. It's Rope-Pope-Cop. <laughs> okay. All right. He's a cop. Okay. A rope and the Pope. Yep. How does this go together? Oh, it's like a puzzle and I can't see the answers. Is a rope. He's using like a lasso as a weapon. Is he the Jude Law version of the Pope? Ooh, Is he like nice. Pope Benedict? Yeah. Which Pope is Which it? Which is the nicest? What's the one? John Paul. No, he's awful. I know. All right. The nice Pope. Oh, the, the new one. Isn't he the nicest yeah. one of, of all the Popes? No, I think, I think we've got – I think you've, you're onto something there. He's a cop. Yep. But he's also the Pope and he does lasso criminals. And, you know, he's got that rope belt. But he whips he's that off. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he's, and, he's, and his robe's like – once he takes the rope off, yeah, yeah. his robe's like whoosh out behind him like yeah. a cape. I yeah. can't stress enough, Mason, that this is nothing. I know, but you can't stop it. <laughs> I don't want need, to stop you it. You need two to four more bits of news <laughs> that I don't provide. Somebody reminded me how many vetoes I can do. Uh, it's maybe, I don't know. Anyways, uh, there's a new t- game What's page. What's his catchphrase, Rope Pope Cop? I'm a mm, pedophile. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, James. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's it's not- it's no one's fault. It's society's fault. <laughs> That's right. You should have vetoed this when you had the chance. I will never. <laughs> I will never because I believe in the power of whatever this is. It's not quite improv. I don't know what it is though. <laughs> Certainly not improv. Certainly something. That was it. Yeah, I don't think I could actually do this with anybody else. <laughs> like, no, it wouldn't work. No, it wouldn't work. No, it would be killed. But uh, you're talking about the video game RoboCop Rogue City, which is a first-person shooter, yes. but you're RoboCop and you're just blasting people. Yeah, and I believe it's the same developer as the guys who did the Terminator game of late. Is that any good? Yeah, it was good. It was okay, like right. a, it, it was a pretty low budget for what it was, yeah, but right. it exists in the Skynet future, uh-huh. and you do your little missions in the yeah, wastelands. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. was, it, it was like when it came out, a lot of reviewers were like, "Ah, oh, boo, no, no, kind of cheap and whatever." Uh-huh. But then slowly you got this groundswell of people being like, "No, this is actually pretty good," and it is. I played through the entire thing, which I rarely do, and I very much enjoyed it. It ties into okay. a bunch of the movies, the good ones, and uh, which is all of them. And well, then, this is gonna. This is probably gonna tie into all the good Robocop movies, i.e., the first one. That's right. Uh, Peter Weller is back as yeah, well, yeah, and yeah. he's still probably returning. We didn't in really. A movie. We didn't really get anything in terms of like plot wise. No, but I. It's got a sinister vibe to it. A new gang, perhaps. Maybe, but it felt like the fact that it's called Rogue City, like, is yeah. It kind of felt like there's something off about Robocop in it. Yeah, maybe. Like maybe he's gonna turn evil. You're gonna turn evil. I don't know. Oh, it's coming out next year. Like next June. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, in the meantime, we still have Rope Pope Cop. So 
I don't like his catchphrase. Well, <laughs> like tough. That's the society we live in. <laughs> we could change it. There's still time. No. Okay. There's no vetoing. We just build. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's time to rope a dope, but I'm still a pedophile. <laughs> Better? That's, a, that's an improvement, I, I think. I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's like the core of the character is still intact. <laughs> So it works. Look, we'll put it on some lunchboxes. We'll see which one sells better. Tell this works. Some children's lunchboxes. Yes. Great. Mason, is oh, it, it's so late. Is there another segment of there the show? There is one segment and then we get Fuck. the heck out of here. No, this is going really well, I think. Uh, the segment is called the Letters Segment and yep. we read out letters that people have sent us. Yeah. There's a theme song and I play the theme song off my phone. That's right. I'll do it right now, assuming that I've put the volume up. Here we go. The classic one was you the did. Letters, oh, letters, we love you. If you do want to reach the show, hashtag weeklyplanetpod on Twitter or weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. That's right. Mason, do you have a Gmail for this week or would you like me to do a tweet? I've got so many Gmails. Wow. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready right now. Okay. Are you ready? Maybe. (laughs) I can read a tweet while you're ready. Yes, please, if you could. Okay. This is from Benson Maid who says, hashtag weeklyplanetpod. So we had lots of superhero stories this past uh, few months. Thor, Doctor Strange, Stranger Things, The Boys, and Umbrella Academy. But is Marvel still hitting the same mark as any of the others? Ooh, I mean, they still big question. They're making it? money. I think there is an oversaturation considering yeah, right, the right. Disney Plus stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what do you think? Ooh. It's not unique, I guess. No, anymore. that's true. It's yeah. not, they're not the only game in town. Yeah, which I think is a good thing. That is true. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I mean. There, I, I mean, I feel like probably in, in terms of all the movies that are in this phase, there's certainly been some high highs. Yeah. I think there's some really good stuff. I've mentioned, you know, in uh, Shang-Chi, there's the great bus fight, which I think is like yep. up there with one of the best action sequences maybe they've ever done. I think like with the Spider-Man movie, it did a lot of like like nostalgia stuff, like yeah. correctly. I, uh-huh. I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, but I like, I kind of feel like they're, they're they are good at, the Marvel are really good at sort of, Listening to fan feedback when it comes to we love this character, can you bring this character in? This would be great. But less on like these movies kind of look a little grey and washed out and I wonder if maybe we could tweak that a little bit. Yeah, okay, but, yeah. Uh, I, I saw an interesting thread and who knows whether it was real, real about like the, how the people working for Marvel are overworked and just like I hate doing this. I was going to – I forgot about it, but if you go to r slash VFX on, mm. uh, on Reddit, that yeah, did you see that on Twitter? I, I did, saw it on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. It's 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 – our VFX is just people in the VFX industry talking about VFX stuff, and a lot of it is like, "Hey, did you have the new plugin for the whatever?" But uh, mm. this particular thread was like, "Yeah, Marvel's all about you know they 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 want you to design a cost they want you to they want you, we've designed a costume for this character it has to be CGI can you put it can you put it in all these scenes and then you do and then like later you know some a month later they're like oh, actually we unlocked that design we don't we're not using that design there's a new design can you yeah. can you put it in again or like we're they're still thinking about the design or whatever and then it gets to like uh his uh, there's a there's a you, it's got to be ready for the trailer on Monday we'll see if we can get you the new design by Friday right in yeah, order yeah. to and then you have to do all the trailer scenes over a weekend yeah and that seems like it's it seems like there's so many people there's, there's too many cooks in the kitchen in the sense that everybody has a say in what they want a particular thing to look like. And so, so much time, like if, if the VFX artists are given three months to work on this movie or this show, mm. 
two and a half months of that or, you know, two months, two and a half of that is just decision-making that keeps getting rescinded and changed. Yes. And then it's that last and one. they're you, like, you're not allocated either the time or the money. Exactly. Yeah. Because so, right. they're and, the biggest contracts really, or, you know, or yeah. your consistent work at the very least. Yeah. 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 Um, there's a, hang on. Oh yeah. So here's somebody in this thread. Cause I screenshotted this. Oh, cool. Um, this could have been your one bit of news. No, 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 no. There's no news. Uh, it could have been. Plus, I want to tantalise you with a, the possibility of a veto one day, James. Let's see what's going on here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you get you get overconfident, like John Travolta's character in Battlefield Earth. Yeah. What would that sound like? Here we go, because you can't stop me. No, I don't have any. <laughs> um, somebody uh, in in this thread has said about half of all Marvel VFX are what I call hand beams. The rules for hand beams are: hand beams can't look like any other hand beams the showrunner has seen before. However, this hand beam should look should look just like another hand beam the showrunner saw, but totally different. The showrunner will know it when they see it. Showrunner will never be satisfied with this effect because they have no idea what they want. After a hundred versions, they will go back to version three from the first attempt. So that's <laughs> okay. I mean, I know a lot of graphic designers. I yeah. imagine you know a bunch as well. And and that is yeah that that experience is very similar. And that people are like, can you give me can you give me a logo and it has elements A, B, and C to it. And they go, okay, here it is. And they go, well, could you make it better though? Mm. And they're like, what do you mean yeah, better? What specifically? What's, and they're like, oh, I don't know, just more and All better. Bits, yeah. and, and then they do 10 different versions and they're like, actually, I like that one. Oh, the first one. Yeah. Terrific. Uh, yeah, it's hard. And it's also like, I think that's okay if you're paying a person like yeah, yeah, yeah. for their work. And if, like if you want a thousand versions, then you pay them for the a thousand versions. Yeah, exactly. Make, yeah, yeah. You know? But um, look, on, I reckon... I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm loving Marvel TV more than I'm loving. I think Marvel they're both like their highs and lows. There are highs. And I think lows, like yeah. Loki was great. WandaVision was great. Mm-hmm. I think Ms. Marvel, which we're, and we'll talk about on Wednesday. Um, I'm liking that a lot. I'm liking that a lot. Uh, was the one Moon Knight was, I guess, okay. It's pretty good. Yeah, and I yeah. I don't know if I'd watch that one again though. Yeah, Didn't, I like Hawkeye a lot. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> kind of like you know it moved along, yeah. didn't it? Uh huh. Sure. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But I like that the, the the TV series, I think, at least are taking chances in terms of like you can do a fun little hand know, ray. You can do a hand ray, but you can do a fun little, you know, crime adventure thing at Christmas. And I think that's a – Yes. Or you can, you know, have a, um, uh, you know, a, the first Muslim – Pakistani? Pakistani, yeah. Uh, superhero and it's yeah. fun and it's got cool interesting ideas and a cool soundtrack. I've been enjoying the there's – yeah. diff- there's different music at the end of each episode, which I think is very But cool. maybe the villain sucks. Talk about yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Maybe the villain is just uh, there's not enough time to develop the villain, yeah. even though the show's six hours long. I don't yeah. know what happened there. That's it. Got a, got a letter, Mason? Why don't you tell us about it? I'm going to tell you about a letter. Don't even worry about He's it. He's still not ready for no. a letter. Speaking of special effects, this is from Ryan. Ryan. Uh, hey, James and Mason. I've been a long-time fan since middle school, and I'm now going into my second year of college. Yes, oh you're that goodness. old. No, yes, you're that yeah, old. You're old. That? Yeah, you're old. I was talking to you, Ryan. <laughs> Anyway, I just watched the trailer for the new Light and Magic documentary coming to Disney Plus, oh, yeah. and was wondering what your all-time favorite visual effect from a movie is. Uh, Ryan says, "I think a slept-on one is Davy Jones in the Pirates franchise, but a more recent one I thought was super effective was Vecna in Stranger Things." Thanks for all the last similar Ryan. vibes. I mean, I wouldn't say Davy Jones is slept-on. Whenever mm-hmm. like it constantly trends, and people are like, "Can you believe this is from 2007?" Yes, I can. <laughs> I mean, it looks amazing. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Special effect. Ah, here's the thing that we don't think about is what's and, special. Well, the unsung hero of the special effect, I think, is all the visual effects that we never even think about. Absolutely, because in, in that you know, because we're looking for Davy Joneses, or we're looking for big hand yeah. beams, or we're looking for Iron Man suit up sequences, or whatever. But sometimes 
you'll look at a, I don't know, a, a just a drama set in a city and you'll watch the making of and it was just a green floor and yeah. they built the entire city and exactly. you never noticed because they got the time. Yep. They were like, we need a specific, we need to be in this city at a specific time and we can't do it because it's always busy or we can't rope it off. So you're going to have to build the city and they just do it and you you never knew. And I think that's fascinating. Also, what is that, when you special effect, does that mean like a, does it have to be a digital effect? Oh. going to be like a... Well, technically, isn't a special effect is like a live effect and a visual effect is a computer effect. Is that right? I don't know, man. No. You're, telling, you're telling the story here. Yeah. I, was, I mean, the Hulk's <laughs> always looked amazing, especially in the Avengers 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was incredible. Uh, in terms of people, I think Stranger Things 11 recently, the young 11 was yeah, really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do we know how they did that yet? Yeah, they it was a stand in and they did a digital face okay, or great, something, terrific. something. Yeah, that was pretty flawless. I mean, you look at something like Dune or Interstellar uh-huh. where those effects and the world feel like a grounded yeah. like reality. It's not a big laser beam and mm. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the dragons in Game of Thrones, mm. that's a good one. Look, and I know it, I, I did just mention it, but uh, I think the one of my all-time favorites, even though it's not that old, is probably like any of the Iron Man 1 suit-up sequences. Very good stuff. Because they did put in so much care and attention. Yeah. And I think it's when I went into the theater and I went, oh, they've really – they really yeah. care and they're really trying and it's a good movie and I'm glad because this is my favorite yeah. character and I'm glad this is an awful and not an embarrassment. Like <laughs> if this, I did, I'm sure I didn't go, this is going to be a new era for superhero movies, but I went finally, I could, I could take people to this or show it to them and go like, you should watch Iron Man because look, look how, even if you don't like the story or the whatever, look how good this look looks. how good it's thing, looking. You know? Caesar, Planet of the Apes. Yeah. That's a terrific Flawless. one. Flawless. Yeah. I mean, like it, like I mean, I'll come back to Marvel movies. Like they're not all perfect, obviously, but like Rocket Raccoon is an incredible effect. That's also, true. God, I mean, I don't know, just just pretty good. Mm. There's little things that I love, like um, in Mad Max, mm. uh, Furiosa has missing an arm, yes. and you can see like it's, uh, and they just remove kind of the the forearm, and uh-huh. you know she's got the just like a metal clampy kind yeah, yeah. of arm on the end, just like little things like that. I love mm. like tiny details that. They're not they're not big standout effects. Yeah, but right, right. It's the moment we, it's RoboCop where Joel Kinnaman gets the suit pulled apart. Yeah, and it's right, just right. Like a settle left in the head. Yeah. Like that's a good one. Mm. Anyway, I think it also has to be mad. Like it has to be part of a story that I enjoy. Otherwise, I'm like, like I love seeing like a digital effects like showcase, and yep. that's really fun. I'll seeing you know you see like a five minute short film and it's all amazing and whatever. Oh. Like all that is incredible. But the eye like. Like Terminator Two, for example, like the liquid metal thing, it it, it works oh, way yeah. better because yeah. it's half it's half. in a well, it's half and half, and it's in a story that you like. That's true. Like if I just saw that scene or that effect in another thing, I don't think I'd remember it outside of, you know. But because it's in the movie, it is. You remember yeah, it as an yeah, amazing right, right, effect. Right, right. Jurassic Park, uh, I like the the big dinosaur bit with the um when it comes down, it goes, "I'm gonna get you. <laughs> get out of your car. This is a robbery." Mm. Yeah. Here's my Mason. Oh, some also. Dinosaur robber. <laughs> Dinosaur robber. Yes. What are we doing with this? He's gonna. He's gonna. You know. He's gonna be the rival of the other thing. The Pope thing. Yeah, the Pope. <laughs> okay. But is we'll it, put it on the board, James. Are they both bad guys? No. I mean, yes. The dinosaur would have to be the good guy, right? Even though he's a robber. I mean, the other one's a pedophile. pedophile yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, is he? I thought he. That was just his catchphrase. 
to lure other criminals to him. And oh he no, them. I thought he was just telling people. That no, he was. no, 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 no. It's a, it's um, it's bad either way though. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> true. Not good. Yeah. Some Simon Fox who says hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. It blows my mind that Lord of the Rings, one of the best books of all time, was written because Tolkien's publishers wanted a follow up to The Hobbit. Can you think of any sequels that are more famous than their predecessors? Got a cut. Got a few here. I'm ready. A list off. I think Terminator Two is a more famous movie, but it's obviously a sequel, mm-hmm. right? Uh, because it's got two in the name. Here's yes. one sort of. Silence of the Lambs is a sequel to that's true. Mindhunter, sort of. Mm, that's it's also true. kind of a reboot of whatever that is. The Color of Money oh, yeah. is more famous than The Hustler. Hustler. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wrath of Khan is more famous than original Star Trek. Star Trek. We talked about yeah. that last week with Benjamin Russell. Uh-huh. Mad Max Fury Road is probably the most famous Mad Max movie oh, at this point, yeah. and it's the best one. Uh, the Suicide Squad is better than Suicide Squad. Agreed. The second Planet of the Apes with Caesar... They, people remember those ones. They don't remember the James Franco one. Even though I think the James Franco one is good, oh, yeah, people right. remember the other ones mm. more, I think. Uh, Aliens is probably, maybe because it was on TV more, was probably more well-known than Alien mm. as a story, also because it's an action movie. Uh, here's one. Desperado is a sequel to El Mariachi. It is, isn't it? Yeah. But it's a recast with um, Antonio Banderas, and it's just the one that people know, and I don't think I've seen El Mariachi, but I have seen the two follow-ups. Is is it a recast? Yeah, they oh. they the, they recast the what's his name the Del Mariachi. Del Mariachi. Yeah, okay. and here's one I just I'm gonna look it up, James. Here's one I, I just found out. Go on, Sahara the movie. There was another movie in that franchise called Raise the Titanic from like the early eighties. Okay, right. I did not a, know that a Clive Cussler adventure, but nobody remembers the movie Sahara either. Mm. Anyways, great question, and those are all my answers. Okay, what about you, Mason? El Mariachi was played by Carlos Gallardo. I know. Oh my goodness. I know, right. Mason. Here's one on my email. This is more of a, you don't have to have an answer here because I think this is this is a bigger bigger question, but I think okay. this could be a topic for a future episode, which Ooh. I'm excited about. This is from Skimbo. Skimbo. Actually, his name's John, but he's... Uh... Jom? Yeah, Jom. I'm going to go with Jom. <laughs> I'm not doing this on purpose. I thought you said Jom. No, I did say Jom. I was going to say John. Okay. And then we've talked too much yeah. today. And, uh... and it's Jom. Yeah, yeah, it's Jom. Mm. Anyway, um, hello, James and Nick Mason's twin brother, Nick Mason. That's a thing we did. That's right. Who who am I this week? I'll never tell. Uh, last week, you guys briefly mentioned the Ferris Bueller TV show and questioned if any of the main actors returned for it. Not only did none of the main cast return, but the show's location was moved from Chicago, where the movie takes place, to LA because that's where the studio was. To accommodate this, the show actually retcons the movie and says that the Ferris in the show is the real Ferris Bueller and Matthew Broderick was playing a movie adaptation of his Doesn't life. Doesn't he cut him in half of the chainsaw or something? The Maybe. or something? It also makes the bold statement of saying the movie, which everyone loves except James apparently, was crap. Oh, I should clarify. I don't think the movie's crap. I think Ferris Bueller the character, sucks. The character of Ferris I think it's a very like fun uh, movie, but he's terrible. Yeah. With that in mind, what are some other weird retcons from movie TV shows you can think of? So I think that's a good that might be a good springboard for a future damn. episode. Well, there was a weird science TV show. Yeah. Do you remember? I do. Based Is that a retcon? On, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying TV adaptations, I'm just saying in movies and TV shows, like the weirdest retcons of like yeah, yeah, for people yeah. who don't know that, like that's the idea of like it's it's a real it's a superhero thing and it's also very much a soap opera thing of yeah. like you thought he was dead but actually he was only crushed by that rock. He's fine. He's fine though. And he's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, great question. And I uh, and a lot of I love what I love a lot of the ones with the, that have like a real life you know mm. elements to them. Oh, you like know? the reason why they the do reason this? why like two characters hated each other or, or you know. like how what did the bartender left the show Cheers and was replaced by yeah. a different bartender mm. or like um uh, Richie Cunningham's brother. 
in happy days just went upstairs one day and never came back. That's not really a retcon. Yeah. It, I just think it's a bit of fun, you know. What do you he's think still happened? up there. He's rotting. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. He's, so he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. When did he die? We don't know. No, we don't know. No. Great. Yeah. Well, I guess it's he, fun to think about though, isn't it? He didn't come down again. They didn't bring him any food up. Mm-hmm. You can live without food for decades. I think it's two weeks, but you mm. can't live without water for more than three days. Okay. So if he had no water mm-hmm. and he doesn't have a tap up there. Go on. Um, he would have lasted three days. Interesting. Anyways, is that the, anyway, I like that topic. If I, yeah. if my caffeine hadn't worn up, yeah, exactly, worn yeah. off, I would have come in mm. so hot for this. People would have been like, God damn, this That's guy is why. firing but on But we'll make a note of it and we'll yes. come back yes. when there's not a big love and thunder coming out. Thank you, Jom. Thank you, Jom. Skimbo Jom. That's right. Another classic character. <laughs> Do you have any more tweets or are you all done? No. Okay, terrific, folks. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We absolutely do appreciate we it. We really do. As we uh, as we come in on our little break that's coming up in a few weeks. We're ramping up to disappear. To disappear. And then we hope some to all of you come back. Agreed. We would definitely appreciate that. Uh, folks, uh, thank you for liking the show. Thank you for subscribing to the show on your podcast platform of choice. Thank you for telling your friends about it. And thank you for leaving a five-star review because both of those things help us get new listeners. James, do you have it's any true. reviews there? This is from KG616 who says, maybe the best thing one could do for their mental self. Thank you so much. This is a five-star review, by the way, which you can do in-app. So easy, my goodness. can't believe if you're listening to this and you're not doing it right now, it's crazy. Uh, best podcast. Take your hands off the wheel. The and best. Sub- do, the, do the review. Do it by Siri. Siri, open the podcasting platform you sent me a t- james then, you sent me a text earlier and yeah. i got it on my on my car and i texted you right back with the power of my voice so i'm assuming you can do that with uh Spotify. yeah exactly yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. open up the, a car that can do that before open up the weekly planet on apple and make a review for it uh the tv show uh booze comedy tv shows with hilarious and biting commentary on all things from how to kill wizards with uh partial masonry to the pre- prevalence and severity of depression in middle-aged italian plumbers do yourself a favor and give the boys a whirl you won't regret it 10 po- podcast dogs out of 10 and this other one says best podcast around uh makes me want to jump into a volcano and that's from the semen demon that's terrific that's great Spelled how you'd expect yes that's great that is, that is good, good luck stuff. going up against that pope character Rope, pope cop and the semen demon <laughs> Oh, and, that's an and album the, cover, I And think. the dinosaur thing. Yeah, the dinosaur. Because we can't read code or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, right. Yeah. Oh, what a – we're building our own cinematic universe. Like as soon as, as, soon as the Marvel universe falls off, yeah. just just let the money folks know that we have a, a universe that people are going to hate. <laughs> They're going to hate it so bad. Thank uh, folks, thank you so much. Uh, if you want to get into contact with us, if you've got any uh, crazy characters you'd like to recommend – uh, or just to say hi, uh, you can go to weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com, at Facebook, at Twitter, at Bandcamp. You can go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group where That's there's right. all sorts of fun uh, conversations about pop culture and podcasts where everybody's very nice or else. That's right. Uh, you can also go to the Weekly Planet Pod subreddit and Discord. Mm. Uh, let's see. If you want to follow m- our friend Rob Collings, over on Twitter, you can do so because he's all up there and he's doing all sorts of socials and editing and videos and all kinds of stuff. You What's can follow he up him. to? I don't know. You know if you follow him at Raw Collings on Twitter or The Weekly Planet on Twitter. That's where you get all our updates. If you can, fo- if you want to follow us for some reason, I'm Wikipedia Brand on Twitter and on Instagram, I'm Nick Maso. James is Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. That's right. If you want to support the show financially, you don't have to because it's tough times out there. Absolutely. We, if you want to help us keep the lights on, uh, you can do so. Uh, over at patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. You can chuck in a buck for any man you wouldn't miss. That's the key. That's right. If you're like, oh, I wouldn't miss this quarter. That's an American Expression. amount of money. It's also like if you cut something into quarters. Oh, yeah. One yeah. of those would be a quarter. That's very true. And five it? quarters make one whole and an additional quarter. Put a quarter orange in an envelope and send it to us. <laughs>
<laughs> but cut it weirdly. I don't want like just a regular orange slice. Yeah, right. Make it quarters a different wow. way. Just absolute deeper over here. <laughs> uh, or if you're a big spender, you can go to bigsandwich.co. That's right. Uh, for nine US dollars per month, all sorts of bonus uh, content, movie commentaries, Another bonus thing. podcasts, all kinds a of stuff. A third thing. A third, so many things. It's a factory of wonder, as I called it. It's true. At some point. Yeah. Wondrous. Times. That's yeah. right. Uh, t-shirts over at tpublic.com. You want a Weekly Planet t-shirt? You can do that. That's right. Uh, tpublic.com search for the weekly planet thank you to the brood and the basilisk and rack and for all the musical themes mm-hmm. and that's the whole show next week don't know yet maybe a guest maybe a special guest maybe no guest uh, we've maybe got ten th- guests maybe got we got maybe maybe a, a special guest and then two special guest hosts and we take holidays earlier oh, I was just thinking about how mm, I'd love yeah. to take a holiday earlier Mason <laughs> Uh, so we've got this week's episode, we've got next week's episode, so we've got two episodes left before the break. So yeah, we'll probably have to do a guest next week, actually. Terrific. Because the week after is Comic-Con, and there will be no guests on Comic-Con. That's right. It will just be the boys. No guests allowed, only the boys. That's right. So uh, we can come up with all our famous characters, <laughs> more and more of our good characters. <laughs> that people like. They also. like the characters. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you next week. Good character universe, we could call us. Oh, the GCU. Yeah, nice. The perfect extraordinary dude organization, it could be called. <laughs> That's the team they're in. What do you think about that? I love it and I because I don't veto. Yeah, nice. So I just love it. Yeah. All right. Bye. Spell, spells pedo. That's fine. <laughs> I didn't do it. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I like it even more I now. don't love it. Okay. But I can't veto it. You can't veto it. That's the key there. Great. Okay, bye, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.